LD. How Are you sure what you're working with? Uh, we're live now, Emmy. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that works. Uh, for chat, if you're wondering what the fuck is going on, I'm currently watching Cooking by the Book, but every book causes Ziggy to have a Vietnam flashback, and you can thank Banlit for that one. <laughs> Pick it down, bitch. Oh, Let me see you back it up. The little like John just, version is still great. I feel like it just works. It does. <laughs> this is why we allow Emmy to come back every We like <laughs> Emmy! <laughs> Even though, as I've said on all of the discords, this is the last podcast we're doing. What? Are you fucking with me? No. Do you not know that? Bandit, did you not tell Emmy that this is the last podcast we're ever doing? Wait, but I didn't even know that, and I'm one of the co-hosts. Okay, there we go, that's fine. So Sammy isn't in on it, I was going to say. I was going to be like, Sammy, swear on our friendship. I wasn't in it either. Right, right, guys, come on! (laughs) Let me use... It's almost like like they like me more than you. (laughs) Just going to take a zip of my Vimto. No. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you rejoined Zip and Vinto as well. <laughs> Not sponsored. Welcome to two and a half nurse, everybody. I really, I, I really wish I got you that calendar for Christmas. <laughs> I can still get you the calendar for Christmas. <clears throat> You'll burn it. <laughs> Wow, kicked from a ser- kicked from a server that I own. Wow. <laughs> I have the power. For anyone who else who's just figured this out, this is the Nerd XS special. We're, yeah! we're all very professional. We're all, all right. doing a very good no, job. Emmy no longer has power. <laughs> no, you took away my privilege. <laughs> my you're privilege, no, oh no. You're no longer white. <laughs> Glad you made the comment because I was about to. Um, right. So today we're talking about all the shit that's gone on in the last year, which, to be fair, isn't much. It's been bland. Uh, it's been it's shit. It's been Henry- a very bland year. It's, it's been shit for Henry Cavill, but other than that, like Henry's I'm, been cheered. I mean, he gets a, he gets hired to Marvel, but Marvel aren't willing to tell tell us who he's been cast as. Then leaves The Witcher because the people that write it are shit. Goes yeah. like, yeah, I'm back as Superman, guys. I get sacked. Uh, um, but now, now he's working pre- Amazon on the uh, Warhammer 40k series. Someone had argued with me on Twitter about this all, all this shit, um, and like the saying that the cast in Henry Cavill is Captain Britain. So they haven't. Which I wouldn't be surprised. No, I very much reckon mm-hmm. he's Doom. I think he's. I a hundred reckon he's hundred percent reckon he's Doctor Doom. Because they've said we will see him in Loki, and he's going to be a very big character down the line. I can't see mm. Captain Britain being introduced in Loki. I just feel like mm. it'd be a really random character to introduce in a multiverse, especially yeah. if you've got yeah. Peggy Carter. We've uh, got some confirmation that we're getting elsewhere stuff from DC as well. Which yes, is and we're not seeing Black Adam anymore. Because that yeah. movie was so shit. Not yet, that? at least. Not in the early stages. 
Yeah, so it, in that that just means they're too they they don't want to fire Dwayne Johnson yet, but they do yeah. well, but they have. It's the way they're going about it. Yeah. I saw like loads of people complaining saying, Oh, they fired Gal Gadot, they fired Henry Cavill, they fired whoever else they and haven't it's like fired Gal Gadot though. That's the funny they, thing. They think, oh well they haven't fired Gal Gadot. They haven't fully fired Dwayne Johnson. And they haven't they, fired Jason Momoa. They've not mm-hmm. fired Jason Momoa. They've not fired any of the remaining Suicide Squad. Technically, they haven't fired Ben Affleck either. No, they haven't. They haven't even technically fired Henry Cavill because they're already talking with him about more more projects. I I have no qualms with what's going on. I feel like it's it's shit for Henry, but other than Mm. that, I understand. I wouldn't have brought him back anyway. I think that's the biggest kick in the teeth. I wouldn't have brought him back, but the fact they did to fire him is that's where I don't get it. Savage. Well, I think Black Adam was more. Savage. I think Black Adam with Cavill's cameo was ready a long time before James Gunn and Pete Safras were appointed. Probably, but the film sucked anyway, so it didn't matter. I didn't watch it. It was a shit version of Hancock. Like they tried to do Hancock and somehow didn't beat it. Like Hancock is hey, a yo. fun movie. Hancock is not a good movie. Like, Hancock is hilarious. Yeah, but like on a on a film critic standpoint, it's not oh, a no, good movie. It's dog. <laughs> But that, on a film critic standpoint, it's absolute trash. Yeah, but it's... you know, I want to, I want to see, you know, a man just lob away like a yacht. That's, just, I wanted to see that. What actually else has happened this year? Elon Musk has fucked Twitter. JK, um... JK, Rowling, <laughs> JK Rowling's got worse. Um, True. At least she admits she's a turf now. True. That happened. Merry turfness. That was oh. what she said. Um, what else have we had? Queen died. Queen died. The Queen died. Right, I I was watching the um, Royal Variety some of it last night, and I was sitting there with my mum. I was just chilling, and I turned around. Oh shit! And she goes, "What?" I went, "I forgot the Queen cocked it." (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was playing League when it happened, and I said, "I put in all chat." I was like, "Yo, can like one of the teams FF because the Queen just died?" And someone actually replied, "Who's the Queen?" And um, I was like, the ruler had, of England. <laughs> we've had three prime ministers in the UK this year. True. Yeah, we have, yeah. Who's the thought... one at the minute? I don't really pay attention. Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak, yeah. Just another Tory I don't care one about. One of the things I found really hilarious, though, is that I think it was like two days ago, Elon Musk put up a poll saying, do you want me to stand down to see your Twitter? I will abide by this. And then it was like, it was like 58 to 42, yes. Yep. And it's like, if that's the case, then... You know, Liz Truss has outlasted Elon Musk, who herself was outlasted by a lettuce. True. And that would have made me laugh, but then However, someone pointed out that they were all bots that had said yeah. yes. So it's like, oh, fair point. I'm just not standing down then. Yeah, it's, like... it's not It's not just that, though. But then if I was him, I'd have just been like, this is what you voted for Brexit, and you're still not happy with the results, so I'm staying. Mm. <laughs> um, now, Vox Populi, so, unless they say what I don't like. So, so from what I've gathered... Uh, already in the like five minutes we've been here it's not been a good year no it hasn't it's been a weird it's, one. Been, it's been better than the previous two because i feel like covid made them you know that i feel like 2020 and 2021 is the level of all shit should be measured by and i definitely think it's better than those two i agree maybe we had really high expectations ah. maybe we were like look it's been so bad this year has got to be better. It's better than and... 2016, where every celebrity died. Oh my god, yeah, that was horrific. Yeah. Um, um, 
what, what something else that happened this year? Us three and us three got fired from Robot Republic without being told that we got fired from Robot Republic. No, no, Republic. but that, that was a good thing. It happened. Um, um, when we start, we started two and a half nerds in Nerd XS, and here we are. We got more downloads on one fucking podcast, and Robot Republic had over all of theirs. Yep. So, <laughs> fuck them. That's what happens when you fire clout. <laughs> what Hi, you my name's my name's Sammy Joshua. <laughs> It's, it, the thing is, that it's what the they, didn't, they, it, they, it, they didn't even fire Sammy until after they fired me. Like, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I was just there, like, hold on. Even before Sammy was part of it, I was still running the podcast. I, ah, I ask a point. They didn't get rid of my original podcast. They just got rid of all the ones Sammy was in. <laughs> just really upsetting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's, it's, is it a way to say that preferred Stacey Jacks to you, Sammy? Like, yeah. Yeah, like if genuinely, if they, if we didn't attempt to get Insomnia Creator passes, we wouldn't have known. We'd have continued on and probably planned a podcast, gone to send it to Callie, and then found out that would have been better. Actually, I would have preferred yeah. that finding out after filming one and sending it over. Oh my god, that would I'd have then like made like a, a really, really like passive aggressive YouTube account. And like you know when people do that thing where they're like like what, what Ryan Reynolds with what, what Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool where he just like leaked it online. <laughs> like I'll be like this is the shit Robot Republic don't want you to see. Obviously, this uh, this this entire thing sort of is spiraled after Holly got fired. Yeah. Because Holly got fired, then Barlow got fired, then Sammy got fired, and then I got fired. And it was like, all right, so you're just getting rid of the people who are actually dri- bringing in anything who were talented. Yeah, you and actually you like, put effort in. Yeah. There was only there was only like two or three other talented creators at um, Robo Republic. One of them's fucking quit now as well. Xander so, from Two All Emos has so, quit. So don't worry, Emmy, um, because you're the only one that hasn't been fired from a, a podcast station yet. So uh, I hope you enjoy 2023. Shall um, I apply and then purposely get fired? I wouldn't even apply because don't apply. No, because then you have to talk to one of them, and yeah. they're just cunts. Um, just, just for the record, the the two, the owner is fucking is like a misogynist and a classical privileged white gay guy. Right. His his partner is racist, so don't worry about her. Yeah, I won't bother. Jeez. Why do you Why do you think it's a bunch of white men talking about wrestling now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck! Actually, it's a bunch they're of white fine. men talking about butch other white men touching each other with oils on their body. Damn. Otherwise known as Sammy's favorite dream, but like that was what Damn Sammy right was thinking when she got into that diva fucking outfit, just like. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> By the way, guys, I'm on Patreon now, and you can see me nude. <laughs> on, on uh, as, note, as nude I... as you're allowed to be on Patreon. You're allowed to be topless on Patreon. But don't you still have to have like a bra on? No, you can be no, topless. You... you just can't have sexual. Uh, oh, so you can, get like, your, but... you can get your tits out, but you can't stick. Yeah, you have to have your face in it, don't yeah. you? Yeah, oh. for it to be considered like art. Yes. On a cool wrestler note, Bray Wyatt's back in WWE. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and Edge, like... and Edge is playing Ares in Percy Jackson series. Yes, Edge is dope. I love Edge. Um, but yeah, so this this week, guys, other than complaining about uh, Robot Republic specifically, um, we are going to complain Again. about everything. <laughs> Um, because what we're going to do, like we usually at the end of podcasts, do our top six and bottom six. 
we're doing that for the entire thing. And that's when we're going to discuss certain things that came out this year properly. So we have film, TV, and games. We have lists for all of them. For once, I'm actually prepared. I wrote it yesterday. I'm totally not finishing my list as we speak. I, I, fin- I finished mine at work this morning. Uh, I wrote mine yesterday and then added a load to it today, but I also work in a cinema and still didn't know what half the films were that came out this year. So I literally just wrote it was, a list. That's the thing, though. Is anyone else th- think it was like really difficult to pick certain things that came out this year? Because yeah. it, it, nothing seemed to have the massive hype that like it has in the past no, year. Yeah. The two most hyped things that came out this year came out at the beginning of the year. Like, and let's be honest, over other than all of Marvel, like yeah, Multiverse Madness was kind of hyped. But I think, in my personal opinion, the two most hyped films of the year were Fantastic Beasts: Crimes of Grindelwald. I just no, no, it was sick. Second one was shit. I didn't like it. Was Fantastic Beasts this year? No, no Secrets of Dumbledore was this year's one. Fantastic yeah. Beasts two, yeah, that was good. Then uh, the second one was what? Crimes of Grindelwald. That sucked. Um, I just going haven't to consumed yeah. anything and then... Harry Potter related. Uh, fucking t- uh, and then all <laughs> um, uh... the way around, surely. Yeah. I now I'm joking. I was about to say I stand, and I'm like, no, uh, I can't even. Yes. I, stand. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be streaming fucking Hogwarts Legacy, so like, um... you're going to get in so much shit for that. I don't. Mate, at the end of it's the day, it's me. I'm going to be doing the shit. At the end of the day, I'm buying it illegally and yes twitch i'm saying that out loud because i'm getting off stream keys but yet you allow stream keys because you're a twat and you're like oh yeah no we could do cd keys as like a, an affiliation that's illegal and yet you're mm-hmm. allowing it to happen yeah mm-hmm. i have g2a affiliation yeah. they're perfectly fine with it Warner brothers no one that made hogwarts legacy make any money from you buying it off cd keys because it's not legal and yet twitch are like nah it's fine um, and then <laughs> same as G2A and then mm-hmm. um, what was the other one uh, and the Batman yeah the Batman, Batman. was because pretty hyped this that, year everyone can say Avatar 2 was hyped it was 10 years ago um, <laughs> and it took 10 years to come out so by the time it came mm. out I've had people coming into the cinema this week to a cinema with posters of Avatar 2 everywhere going hey is Avatar 2 out yet even though it says in a fucking poster, and all of the showings are just Avatar, because apparently that's the only film out now. Welcome so. to working in retail and hospitality. People are dumb as shit. I had someone come to me earlier, ask for ice. Just ice. Like, just a cup of ice. What the fuck is wrong with you? Ringing in their like, own drink. Like, Have you yeah. No, no, you're allowed. This is the thing. People sneak drinks in. You, the only thing you're not allowed in a cinema is hot alcohol. drinks bought from the outside. No, you're allowed alcohol. No one cares. We sell alcohol. The only thing you're not yeah. allowed to bring in is hot food. And yet people still like sneaking in their bottled water that was actually somehow more expensive than the free tap water you can get in the cinema. And like, you're just like, what the are you doing? My favorite, um, just like customer in like, that kind of realm was when I was working at Starbucks and people would come in and they'd be like, can I have a coffee? And you'd be there like, yeah, w- what kind? And they'd be like, oh, just give us Nescafe. I was like, no, it doesn't. That isn't how it works. And That's not how we do guy. things. That is a brand. Congratulations. And then he'd be like, 
but I just want instant coffee. I was like, the most I can do for you is an espresso with some hot water. It's pretty much instant because I can make it in under two minutes. Yeah. But that is as far. And then they would get angry that you didn't just have like powdered coffee. It's they like, the f- go and buy some from the shop. Yeah, like if you bring in your own powdered coffee, I literally could give less of a shit if you just want a cup of hot water and some milk. That's fine by me. But yeah, the they and then they would be like, if you said to them, yeah, what kind of coffee? They'd look at you like you have two heads when you're stood with a massive board behind you with all the various kinds of coffee behind you. And it's like, I'm going to need you to be more specific here for me, Kevin. My favorite one is when my friend Chris, um, he used to work at the McDonald's. Uh, here on the drive-through, and um, this woman like came around and went, "Hi, can I ask you a question?" He goes, "Yeah, no worries. What's up?" He goes, "She goes, is the Big Mac vegetarian?" And he just oh, like oh. goes, the funny, funniest one it, I ever had. No, the funniest <laughs> it was one half an hour ago. Love, I can promise you that. The, the funniest <laughs> one I've ever had um, when I used to work in a bingo hall. We used to have like a kitchen area because people could order food while they were playing the bingo. Uh, and I had a, uh, what are they called? Uh, korma. Chicken korma sent back because it looked sad. <laughs> Aww. I shit you uh, not. As an empath, I can tell this, this curry is sad. <laughs> like, literally, she said, it looks too sad. I want another one. And I was like, I literally got a spoon, did this, and sent it back out. I was like, nah. <laughs> I, no, no, I would have made a smiley face on yeah. it somehow. That's what I would have yeah. done. I would have just got a knife and then just cut one into it. Like, yeah. spread it out a bit. Just I, break. If you, did you get poppadoms? Just break up the poppadoms and make a smiley face. Yeah. On the plus side, it's smiling through the happiness at that point because. Like, I, I, I really don't get some. Pe- I had someone the other day saying, "Can we get some fresh popcorn?" I was like, "What do you mean?" Was like, I want something that's like, the, "What's the most like recent popping you've done?" And we we're like, "Well, everything got popped at the same time." Like, yeah, but which bit was popped? The, the, the which newest? bit? And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know." Because this particular into- one. I was like, "I, I don't that one." Like, uh, and then she was like, "I don't want salted popcorn." I was like, "No, but that's the freshest," and uh, managed to sell it. Uh, to someone that doesn't like salted popcorn, I was like, you know what? That's I could, mate. I genuinely could sell hair products to a bald guy. Like that's the level we're working <laughs> at. I reckon we could do an entire podcast just on customer experiences that we've all had. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> new Easily. podcast. New podcast on Nerd Excess uh, retail therapy. Literally, um, and we just went about all the because I have so many, so many stories like, from my decade of retail that I worked. I feel like if you're calling it retail therapy, an entire episode would just be things we would buy but we can't afford, and it'd be like, oh, oh yeah, you know, if if I had that kind of thing, <laughs> where, like, was it when when they're like sh- shopping is therapeutic? It's fucking not. I don't know why anyone thinks that. When they're like, I oh, so when I'm stressed, I go and buy things. Uh, in this economy, wow! That, that how does that? And then, and like, this is what I'd afford if I was stressed enough, but also rich. I'm not gonna lie though, buying the hotel rooms for all of us next month was really therapeutic for me. That's fair. <laughs> that made me really happy. I was like, mm, lots of I've money. Got so but... many hotels I need to pay for now. <laughs> because I need. It's right, I covered you on this one. It's like my little New Year's present yeah, to you guys. I got. I've still got to pay uh, Stephen for New Year's. Um, oh, dude. Even if I'm going to New Year's. You will uh, be. You will be. Sad if you don't. I'm away for New Year's, actually. Ooh, what are you doing? Um, 
My family, the book, like, we did this, like, about five, ten years ago, maybe. Uh, we booked a cottage to go to in Northumbria, and we'll stay there for a week. Oh, and we're, nice. going up, we're going up to a similar one again. This time, um, there are different people coming, so there's going to be less bloodshed. So that's going to be good. Right. <laughs> I've, got a, uh, I've got a little Christmas cottage planned next year for the cosplay group, and I'm very excited because it's got an indoor heated pool. Do you, so. do you reckon if we ever do a nerd excess holiday, who would die first? Me. Well, yeah. Because you'd all start pissing me off and I'd just top myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny I it. It's probably... I feel like it depends how sober I am. You won't be. This is you. Well, no. I was doing really well at the last party to stay sober. Mm-mm. And Ash then Ash <laughs> I was doing great. And then Ash Valmont got me drunk. Yeah, no, because Ash went, no, nah, no, nah, drink this, and you went, okay. But no, because I was depressed. <laughs> and the, I was getting, there was a lot going on. I was depressed. So it depends. I'm, f- I'm thoroughly aware, but you saying you were trying hard, it took about two hours and you caved. That's I find it so funny, me, though. To be fair, that is a lot for me. <laughs> to the point where Konzo is like, I'm going to need you to drive me home. And I'm like, Konzo, if you asked me like 40 minutes ago, I've been able to, but I've drank a lot since then. That's true. No, I find it funny that in most events it's either Ash Valmont mm-hmm. or Ash is in my other half that gets people drunk. Like that, it's, it's true. It's that you can't be around See, them if you want to try and be bit. sober. Until I met you, until I met you guys, I was the enabler, and I, I've been broke ever since I met you guys. Mainly because of the amount it take a cost just to get to these events. Like yeah. back when I was in uni, I would be able to dr- like spend so much money on drinks because I didn't have to travel anywhere for them. Whereas now it cost me a hundred quid just to get to my first pint. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fat move. Imagine how it would be if I have to travel down to you guys. Ah, uh, yeah. See, so you say that, but we... Jen manages it. We actually <laughs> figured out though that it's cheaper and quicker for Bandit to get a flight to come see me. Well, if you think that's I'd what comes out, and I'd have to go to Belfast first. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to leave the country. Not to technically. Fight... Well, I have to leave the. Belfast, Belfast is in Northern Ireland. So yeah, yeah that's him. not that. England is the country. So he okay, has to fine. leave the Ireland. Country. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of water it's... between them. But yeah, but it's it. still a different country. It's opposite. Um, I'm, the thing is, like, I'm further north than Jen. I'm on the opposite coastline. I'm like. All right, I'm then. The... Conzo manages it to get from Scotland. Conzo's He's in London rich. now. Conzo He's in London rich. now. Is he moving back to Scotland soon, though? Uh, I don't know his plans, but as of the moment, he's staying in. Ah, fair. Right. Let's talk about the anyway. year rather than everything else. True. Um, right. Sammy, what lists have you completed? And we're going. I've done. That. I've done movies, and I've almost finished TV shows. Then we will start with movies, and then we will do TV shows, and then the hardest one, which is probably games. Yeah. We will start with the shit lists because I feel like there's more to complain about this year. Although movie-wise, these could be very different because we could have seen very different films. Like, guarantee there's a list on my film that no one's watched because I really shouldn't have watched it. Do you mean a film on my list? What did I say? You said a list of films. Right, I've been working since the early morning, so shut up. Uh, um, There is definitely a film on my shit list that I don't think anyone else has seen, and I'd be very surprised if many people listening have seen. But it's simply because my parents watched it and I was too lazy to leave the sofa I was sat on. 
That's a um, mood. Like that it, is honestly, like that's honestly you know, such a it's, mood. It's that thing. Like I sat down, I got comfy, I just in a ten-hour shift. I couldn't be fucked. Literally, um, that's how I, f- that I found out my friend was an actor in Emmerdale just by the fact that I refused to fucking move off the sofa. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, Emmy as the guest. What is the? Oh, if we do six to one, uh, yeah, we go number. Uh, do. How do we how do we want to do it? Do we want to do the shit listers do all in one go and then the top tier list do one at a time? Uh, I just do one at a time like we normally do with everything. I prefer doing it like that. It makes me uncomfy doing it. I actually only have three on my shit list to be fair because I haven't actually watched many movies this year and any that I have watched I have enjoyed. There's only been three that I've either turned off or I watched the whole thing and was like, ew. Mood. <laughs> okay. What's, I don't know. Are we going to do this then? That, that changes the rhythm. Um, so if we do one, a full, two, three full rotations, and then okay, so Amy's going to join at the last yeah. minute. As oh, so I go now, or I join after you guys are going through. <laughs> we do our if we do our six to three then. Okay. And then, yeah. and then yeah. you join in on the three. Yeah. So the, the I, I imagine that mine are probably on there. Although I do know there's one that. Um, Bandit might disagree with. Okay. <gasps> so, to be fair, most of my games, I know Sammy's going to disagree with. Um, <laughs> if you say Cult of the Lamb is bad, I'm throwing you out the window. No comment. Um, <gasps> <laughs> uh, Bandit, Damn. what is your number six? Uh, for the shit list, my number six is Do Revenge. It's this low because I do like Maya Hawk in it. That's about it. Yeah. Sammy. Oh, I quite like Do Revenge. Oh, I like to Do Revenge as well. Maybe we I liked like it the, from a more feminine perspective. I liked than... the premise. Yeah. Mm. I didn't like the execution. I, th- I think the acting's pretty good in it overall. Like, I think Maya Hawke's really good in it, but I think I'd, it was... I'd watch anything with Maya Hawke in, to be yeah, It was nice like... to see what's-her-face, the one that's in Riverdale. It was nice to see her actually oh, in Camilla a more broader it. range yeah, of she acting. she plays v- Veronica, isn't she? she yeah. Uh, Sammy. My number six worst movie of the year is Halloween Ends. It's trash. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. I won't spoil it then. Not good. Thank you, darling. But it's... Yeah. It's still... Yeah. It still has, like, the tropes of a typical Halloween film, but it was just... It's got to the point they do it with the Halloween films that they're, they're beating a dead horse until it stops spitting out money. Yeah. And it hasn't stopped spitting out money yet. That's just how it felt. Sounds like the Rolling Stones. There's some <laughs> news that I just thought of that I'll need to tell Sammy afterwards. Uh-oh. Uh, my number six is The Sea Beast. Everyone raved it. about what? it online. It's the animated thing with a massive red sea beast and a load of pirates. Let me, yeah, let me have a look at that. It... I'm gonna be straight up. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. No, it's, it was oh, I know what this is. Everywhere. I I saw the trailers for this when I went to this, the first movie. I saw at the cinema earlier this year. Yeah, I saw the trailers for this. Didn't look. It, the trailers looked okay. No, actually. it's not. It's not good. The movie sucks. <laughs> it's one of those ones where everyone was like, "It's so good," and then you watch it thinking it's gonna be good, and you're like, "Well, obviously my friends just, I, I should just should just leave." Like I, I, I don't. Not. Anyone that likes this film, your taste of movie is shit. Um, and I bet you liked Encanto for the story, not the music. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, Book of Life is better. Uh, Bandit uh, number five. 
Uh, School for Good and Evil. Mm. It's on my list. The, so um, it's pretty bad. I think aesthetically the film's pretty decent, but mm. again, I think that about Zack Snyder movies. <laughs> like, the films look pretty good, but they're shit. <laughs> hold my opinion can we get a one in the chat for anyone <laughs> else who saw that and found it shit but the fact the three of us have all got that yeah, movie that's a fair point. I'm gonna, like did i hold my opinion it was so dude they no, clearly no, no, no. did I'm just gonna, the I'm just, entire I'm just, film i'm gonna i'm gonna hold my opinion um okay. sammy uh my next one on my list of uh worst uh films uh is black adam there. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I, I think we said I think we said this on the last podcast. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson any more movies for like another five years. Yeah, yeah honestly, uh... mood. However, he's branched from the jungle to desert, so you know, upgrade. Mystery. <laughs> um my... <laughs> instantly top list. My number five is uh the school for good and evil. Then I'm holding my opinion. I was coming round. It's not good. Yeah. Like you look yeah, at the trailer it's... and you think, actually, this could be something. Like there's think... a really good idea there, and then you know it's think, just like, so yeah. shit. All the parts are there that could make it good. It's just like being put yeah. together. Right? No, the, all the parts are all the parts that are there to make it good are solely in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's like it started off here, and then it just rapidly declines towards the end. Like it gets yeah, like the last massively. half hour, and you're like, what the fuck. Yeah, it's got more of a story than Avatar 2. I'll give it that. But, like... Um, okay, Bandit, number four. Uh, Disney's Pinocchio. Because it's absolutely fucking soulless. The animation makes Pinocchio look creepier than a puppet already does. And they use the term influencer unironically. And I feel like they deserve to be shot. They made, like, one of my favourite Disney movies, and, like, I've said this before, they made it so soulless, and they made Pinocchio just this angelic character, when the point is he's meant to be a kid who makes mistakes. Mm. Tom Hanks is okay in it, though. The Guillermo del Toro version is so good. It's fucking amazing. It's I love actually... It. Um, I mean, number uh, my number four on my worst movies is fucking Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> it's on mine too. It's <laughs> just because it has Jared Leto in it. Fuck him. The thing was, right, so I didn't watch it until probably like months after it came out. And I saw it was on Amazon Prime and I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to watch it. So I'm watching it and I shit you not, I was like, the entire time I was sitting there going, what's this even about? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I saw a poster on Twitter, and it was someone who'd photoshopped Morbius and Avatar 2's poster together and called it Mob Avatar. And it actually <laughs> looks like a fucking terrifying movie because it's the blue Avatar face with Morbius seat, and it looked fucking horrifying. That's awful. We all know Jared Leto's a nonce, and we shouldn't be giving him a platform. Rage. Let, let's, hope, let's, hope, let's hope he'll be good in uh, Haunted Mansion, Prism. then, I guess. <laughs> He's in the Haunted Mansion movie, isn't he? He is, yeah. He is. Ew. Uh, my number four, Jurassic World Dominion. It's the it's only time I've ev- ever. It's the first time I've ever seen a film in 4DX, and the experience hasn't made the film any better. For, it's 4DX. <laughs> what, what the fuck's 4DX? Is that a Nintendo 4D- console? No. So 4DX is a massive screen. 
all every three seats is connected because the idea is you move when the scene moves so like oh, if, you're in, if you're in a yeah so it's like the is designed off the like uh, simulated roller coasters in america so when you're in a tie fight say watching star wars when the tie fight turns right you turn right as well and you go up and so maverick oh, okay. maverick was insane but also if it's raining it squirts water at you um if it's really sunny they it's like heated seats and the room becomes quite warm um and it's yeah it's it's an amazing experience it's like it's obviously a lot more expensive than your usual imax but it's an imax screen you can also watch it in 3d uh i would never advise watching 4dx in 3d because obviously you get water squirt at you so it could you know get on the glasses but also because you're moving every so often sometimes the angle of the film kind of judders so 3d is not worth it but um 4dx has been amazing every time i've ever seen it it's one of those ones where you need to know you're going to like the film to watch it in 4dx because obviously it's more expensive but it does like maverick is the best film i've ever seen in 4dx um because i've still yet to see i've still yet to see maverick i really want to see maverick but it's made every film like it's added something to every movie you've ever been in apart from jurassic world it couldn't even make it enjoyable would it not like when the fucking dinosaurs running would it why wouldn't it make the fucking seats rumble? Because that's the entire thing that happens in it every does make the movie. It does make the seats rumble. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they, they just... That's the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, so but also when you're in the car and that, you're moving with it, and then the weather and stuff. Because um, not every film is built for IMAX and 4DX. So Jurassic World was, Maverick was, uh, I think Batman was. Um, obviously, most Marvel movies are, and, and then obviously Avatar as well. Um... Okay, so we are now down to the number threes. Number three, so any number three. Well, I had School of Good and Evil and Morbius, so I think um, I'm going to start with Disenchanted. I was very disappointed. I, it's not on my list, but I was disappointed with it. I liked it for what it was. I hated it. I, I found Enchanted to be so much more better, and I feel like they could have just left it at that. Yeah, I just see where they were going with it, but I was just like, this is just rehashed. But that's the thing, you can even watch Enchanted now, and it's not cringy. Like, it's It's still still pantomime and it's still very good. Whereas this was like, watch it. The way I describe Disenchanted is it's like watching an amateur pantomime. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's like, what if if we took. Wonder Vision and made it happy and happy and pretty with magic, as yeah. opposed to dark and sinister. Yeah, true. They basically looked at the first two episodes of Wonder Vision and went, "Let's continue this." I tell you what, though, I wish like any point I age as well as the cast of Enchanted did. True, fucking hell, all the cast still look immaculate. Um, we yeah, also I don't actually have any others because I said I didn't watch any movies and any movies I did watch I enjoyed because all the ones that you've listed I'd already heard bad things about. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't watch them and if I knew I was doing this podcast a couple of months ago that I would have gone through and watched them oh, so just for the sake of I watch movies them. regardless because I don't often I, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I physically no, I don't can't either. Stand them. IMDb is probably the only one I trust. But that's because you need a certain level of qualifications, and a lot of the people that review for IMDb, uh, IMDb are part mm. of the academy, and they yeah. are usually trained actors themselves and stuff. Whereas Rotten Tomatoes is literally just a website that's become pop culture. True, yeah, especially yeah. because a lot of the reviews as well, the people reviewing are of the same demographic. Yeah, 
so and you don't have much like variety there well, that's why superhero but, films do great and that's it but it's because it's aimed yeah. at people like that but i do find that i get a lot of my reviews mostly from like tiktok and twitter i do as well There's... so i do tend to get like it's not like an echo chamber i do get quite a few different reviews and from what you guys have said it's just solidified my opinion and i'm glad I I really spend the time on it i've stopped using tiktok for reviews because a lot right. of the people that I used to go to, one of the the main ones being Straw Hat Goofy, I mm. don't trust them anymore because now they go to all the premieres and they get employed by a lot of these big companies. And it sways yeah. their yeah. opinions. Yeah. They're not allowed to say so. Never, and this goes to anyone listening or watching as well, never trust reviews the day of the premiere. The nope, reason for that is not. why Avatar's reviews at the premiere were immaculate. The reviews the day after, shit. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is because when the premiere comes out, all the good reviews get used on the posters. So everyone wants to say the good things because they want their name being on the trailer, being on an advert, being on a poster. That's where they want their names. The good, re- the bad reviews don't come out that same day because they don't want to release them. But also contractually, a lot co- like Disney do not allow you to release a bad re- movie review the day of the premiere. You have to yeah, wait like no, two days to. before you can release the bad I want to go. I want to go to a movie premiere now and just like, let's say, what do you think? Write the review one star. It's absolute wank. And then just hope that makes on the poster one day. You could potentially get fined for defamation. You can, yeah. Which is so well, wrong, you, isn't it? Because it's just freedom if, of speech. If you know, but, well, if you, you know, but it's, if you do that day one, because when you go to these premieres, you, a lot of the time, uh, if you are a reviewer, you have a contract to sign to go in. Otherwise, you can't go in. Um, if, if a film's shit, I'll say it's shit. Yeah, you can say it's shit, just not until two days after you've watched yeah. it. As a buffer. Um, I just, I'd like to point out that my affiliation with Warner Brothers means that I can still say what I want as long as I declare that I've been paid to say something. Um, it's not. It's not. Fair. It's not them that stop you. It's the people that are in charge of you as a reviewer. So if you're by yourself, it doesn't matter. But like, if you're working for an editor, editing company or publication, then then you have to follow their rules. Uh, yeah. And often they will say it's Disney's rules, but it's not. Uh, so like genuinely, if, if a... you release a bad review on like Toy Story, it doesn't affect Disney. I don't give a fuck. They're making money anyway. But the publication yeah. company you work for will not release it. Yeah. So if we ever do a nerd excess one, do I have to say every movie I watch is good if I go to a premiere? If it's a Marvel movie, fuck yes. Because <laughs> I want to be invited back. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's my rule. Right. If it's a company that's making a film I want to be allowed back to, yeah. yes. You <laughs> <laughs> will remember um, that. And then, um, okay, so Bandit, you're number three. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Just. I, th- I haven't I think, watched it just because I gave up. <laughs> I think it should have. St- I think, honestly, it should have stopped after Jurassic Park 3. Because that's when everything's a bit fucking weird. And I don't hate the first Jurassic World, but, like, that's when I sort of tuned out of what was going on. But, like, mm. Jurassic World Dominion's just like, let the the dinosaurs went extinct, like, 36 million years ago. Can we just let them fucking die already at this point? We, could we just not? Jurassic World 1, I liked this standalone. I think very good. It was nice to see the play on the franchise and potentially what was happening next. In my opinion, if it stayed as just one movie, it would have been great. 
Exactly. That's my thoughts exactly. If it never needed to continue, like the second mm. Jurassic World is one of the most boring films to come out in the last like five, ten. Years. Um, not as boring as Blade Runner twenty forty seven. I don't think anything's as boring as that. Uh, that Hotel film. for Dogs, the most boring movie I've ever fucking oh, watched. No, no, Blade Runner is so much worse. Um, <laughs> that's why when I'm comparing the boredom of Avatar two, I'm like, it's like Blade Runner, just not that bad. Um, Sammy, number three. My number three, my numero, whatever three is in Spanish, um, Tres. is Shocker, School for Good and Evil. <laughs> 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 I agree with you guys. It's fucking shit. I think yeah. this is probably the first time I'm, like one item has unilaterally appeared on all of I our mean, little like, shit lists. That that it's. I don't think it's ever been a case that everybody has had the same. It, even though it's in different places, everyone I has think, had that on their I worst. Think good, yeah, I think in good lists, we've had it a few times, but I don't think we've ever yeah. had a, a shit list where it has appeared on pretty much everyone. Um, especially when we've had four people on a podcast. True. Um, my number... What number is um, That's the wrong fucking list. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah, Disney's Pinocchio. I completely agree with you, Bandit. It was soulless. I don't um, actually agree. It looks I just didn't have it on my list. Um, and I don't know why two uh, Pinocchio movies had to come out in the space of like four months. We've 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 yeah. had four. Th- we've had four this year. Yeah, yeah, but we've had like two like Hollywood big pro- ones. two big production ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they never needed to touch it. Um, but again, it's Disney's whole we're making yeah. everything. You know, I think, I honestly think Disney did that because Guillermo del Toro's got announced two years ago, like, as yeah. it was actually getting made, because it's been yeah. in the works for over a decade. And I think Disney thought, oh, we'll get in beforehand because, you know, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're not going to do a big cinematic release, they'll put it on Disney+. Plus. Emmy, we know what your top two are, but what would you say is, is the second, like, which one would you say is, of the two... Not as bad as the other. Genuinely, Morbius. I think, yeah. I think Morbius as a whole, like in my opinion, if the if the editing and CGI was actually good, I don't think it would have been as trash. Like I, I just think I... Morbius looked horrific. I agree. Like he yeah. looked animated. That it could have been so much more better in all ways, but unfortunately, unfortunately, it wasn't. it's Sony. Um, <laughs> Bandit, you're number two. Morbius. I don't even think... I'm not a massive fan of Jared Leto as an actor or anything. I don't even think he was that bad as an actor in that. Um, I just think the script was shit. The editing was shit. The CGI was shit. And they made Matt Smith less interesting. I don't know how you can do that. He's not been that interesting since Doctor Who. (laughs) Honestly. That's fair. He wasn't bad in Terminator Salvation, actually. You can see Barlow. That's because he was in it for four minutes. Yeah, he's pretty good in that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I disagree. But that's because I've seen Matt Smith on stage. I haven't. Have you seen him uh, do American Psycho on stage? Yeah. Oh, wait. wait, As in Matt Smith did American Psycho on stage? Yeah. That's Uh, so funny considering that he's in Morbius with Jared Leto then. Yeah. Is there a recording of this anywhere? Because I want to watch it. There is, I've got a very totally legal version of it downloaded that I can send you. 
I really want to watch it. it. I, yeah. I love Matt Smith as Doctor Who. He's actually my favorite um, doctor. But like... It's a musical as well. The American musical. Psycho musical, it actually slaps. Oh, it's, it's so my favorite good. film, so I'd be willing to watch it in musical form. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's I went into it not like knowing it was Matt Smith that was like it playing yeah. a role. Hmm. I, I didn't know until I watched it. Um, because my mate literally obsessed so yeah, I love American Psycho, so I'd like to watch that. But yeah, because yeah. um, it's it's on um, it's on Spotify as well. Hmm. Um, Sammy, your number two. My number two worst film. Fucking smile. Oh really? I didn't hate I, it. I can't stand it for the reason of right. There, there was elements of the fact of it was like. There, there were moments where it was like really shocking and it worked and bits like that and I get it and I also like the fact that they didn't give it a happy ending like I, I was happy with the fact that they like yeah she fucking dies spoiler alert if you haven't seen it she dies at the end um I just found it too long-winded there was a lot of it that was sheer filler that didn't need to be in it at all because you never come back to it at any point and I just found it boring i know that it was meant to be like a social commentary on like mental health and the fact that people automatically assume if you're suffering with mental health issues that you're crazy but then actually this is really happening but then again it could have not been happening and it was also confusing and i just got really stupidly bored and i was kind of upset because i was like don't get me wrong blumhouse have got some absolute bangers of horror films and they've got some absolute letdowns but this one when i saw the trailer i was like actually no this this could be really really good and i was just so disappointed blumhouse are mad polarizing they've either got really Mm. good movies or really shit ones (laughs) yeah they've either got absolute bangers or they're trash like there's no blumhouse wasn't it yeah get get out was blumhouse but then they also made fantasy island and that was dog shite it was and did you uh, yeah, Morbius. Yeah. Um, my number two, Morbius isn't even in my bottom six, but that's probably because I've watched an unholy amount of movies. Um, Fair. My number two is Disenchanted. Uh, and no, it's not. It's not. So yeah, it is. Fuck oh? it. I actually hated the other film more. No, I yeah. hated the other film more, but I went into it knowing it was going to be shit. Whereas this film, I had hopeful. Like when it got announced, I was hyped. I loved the first one when it came out. Yeah, it's the same. first film in a very long time me and my entire family watched together. And then they came out and I went, oh, I enjoyed that. And I went, so, okay, I didn't. And I hated it. The songs were cringe. They were badly written. The only mm-hmm. good thing in the entire film is when Idina Menzel is singing her solo. And the song is immaculate. It's the only song that I think is good. But then what's going on on screen when it is being sung is the shittest animation I've ever seen from a Disney film in the last 15 years. And I'm like, like wow, you've managed to ruin the only good bit of this film. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else weirded out by the daughter's eyes as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was like, are they contact lenses? Are they whatever? But it's just something, it's like... The, I think they're colour corrected as opposed to contacts. Yeah, they're just something... like, if you do a, like, a perfect still shot, like it's just a head-on shot or a side glance, if it's a perfectly still thing, it's fine because you don't notice, but things will jitter out if it's a constant motion. So, which... As mm. someone who has now used the Hollywood standard for colour uh, correct, I don't even think it's... 
even in movement, it not? it's not that. I bad. genuinely think her eyes are just like I that. Just, no, it's. I don't think it's color. Uh, I don't think it's that because the color correcting wouldn't look that bad, especially yeah. when they were using Da Vinci, which knowing Disney, they would have been. No. Yeah. Um, color correcting is a piece of piss. Even in moving shots. Um, it just so it just kept on throwing me off. Even the editors are that trash. Um, it looks. I thought it looked color corrected though. Like that's that's they, all. They I might have it just been weird eyes and color corrected. <laughs> she she could yeah. have weird eyes. To be fair. Um, yeah, it just kept throwing one, me what, off. What one eyes applying for a job and the other ones already got rejected? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we know what Emmys is with the school of just shite. Um, the school of shit and couldn't be worse. Bandit, what's your worst film of the year? Smile. Hey. Um. So. If I'm right in thinking this, this was another movie that's been adapted from a YouTube short from 10 years ago. It was, yeah. Um, and the short was good because it worked, and it was because mm-hmm. it was short. If it's short films, if you do plots like Smile, or that, I can't remember what the movie's called, but it's the one where, like, the witch only appears in the shadows. And, like, that started from a, that movie, the shadow one, started as a three-minute fucking short that got shared on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And that was terrifying. This small one was about about four minutes on a YouTube channel, and it was freaky as fuck. And it was really off putting, yeah. And it worked because it was short, and it got to the point really quickly. And I was like, I know if you want to do a feature length movie, you have to like pad a few things out. But the amount of fucking fluff in this movie could fill Build a Bear. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it is so rampful of fluff. That's my and, favorite like, metaphor ever. Like. I'm not gonna lie. I think aesthetically as well, the movie's not awful. The movie it's doesn't not look awful. awful. Like but... there's this this the scene. <clears throat> the only bit of the film that I find slightly redeemable is the scene at the birthday party. Yeah, actually, that's not too bad. I I don't think it was all right. I think when they've like CGI the smiles as well because they are CG. I think the smiles actually look kind of weird and off-putting. I but, like, think they're so smart. Yeah, I think those smiles look a lot better than the fucking face in Truth or Dare. Considering considering they're both made by Blumhouse, they improved on their creepy smiles. Yeah, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, Uh, aesthetically good. Rest of it shit. Yeah, that is your your. If it had um, there's enough fluff in there to do a builder bear. That's my new favorite thing because I've been going around saying. Uh, and again, I'm, I complain about it all the time. It's not in my top. Like, it's actually a good movie, but I'm still going to complain. Uh, if Avatar 2 had any more plastic, I'd be renaming it Cher. Uh, that's what I've been going around <laughs> saying. Um, Do you believe it's got, it's got, it's got enough filler to be in our friendship group. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got it's got enough filler to be Kylie Jenner. <laughs> There's no I have no filler, thank you. I don't either. No, it's only because I went I in the group chat. It. I only went into the group chat the other day, and it was like everyone comparing their plastic surgery, and it's just there like. That was my fault, though, to be fair, because I was asking. No, I don't think it was. It was David's. Because David oh, had yeah. just had his appointment. <laughs> so yeah, like, but oh, you would think Korea, like it's kind of like when oh, yeah, Rome, yeah, the Romans do. Yeah, because I want it. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. You say when in Korea. When I go to Korea, I'm planning on getting filler. Like, oh yeah. If, <laughs> I don't even plan Pop on going. To, I, don't, I don't even plan on going to Korea. So, it's like, oh, I can afford a trip to Asia. Not an in Korea. Let's see it. 
if I, the only thing I could um, afford. If we were going to if we were going to Korea, I'd have my jawline shaved down. Same. Like get get this tucks up. Mine's my chin. I have a witch chin. Let's be honest. If I go to Korea, I'm not going to be allowed back. Like Sammy's jawline is like stronger I'd, than my. Wife, I'd fix like. a little bump here. I'd get my forehead like smoothed out. <laughs> I mean, I'd get filling in my chin to make it so that it's oh, not as short. I have a hey, facial scar that I would get just take out. some of my Just take some of my chin, Emmy. Look at this thing. <laughs> if we rub our chins together, together. like... Yeah, just... yeah, it would work. Okay, yeah. cool. That feels like it's against TOS, I, even though it's not. I genuinely I hate talking about plastic surgery with people who say what they want, because they have to be nice. Uh... No, oh my god, you don't need that. No, you can tell me that I've got just a ring. Tell me I've got a bu- no, just no, t- no, tell- it mean, no, it means I have to be nice because I, I have to Call me pretty, Barlow. Uh, no, fuck off. I had to, I had to be extra <laughs> nice to Sammy yesterday and that hurt. He did. Like that took a level of. St- that genuinely pained me. Like I feel like <laughs> I genuinely lost a saving throw in having to be nice to her. Like I took double damage in that shit. That one in charisma. Like. It wasn't even. No, I feel like I took psychic damage. She cast vicious mockery on that shit. Like yesterday, uh, I found out Riz is shot for charisma, and I hated it. Yeah, I don't like that. I've got that neurodivergent Riz. What do you mean? Hey, um, so my worst film of the year. I um, said mine. He did. Oh no, you didn't. That was Bandits. Yeah. You start talking about plastic surgery. It's on you. Okay. No, uh, you brought it up. No, yeah, worst... but then you expanded on it. <laughs> like anyway. fillers, full circle. Any- anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, my worst film of the year might be a bit controversial, but it's solely because of how disappointed I was in it. Uh, Doctor Strange. Ooh. Um, I have is the epilepsy, so I couldn't see it. Are you on? Is it on your favourites? No Marvel I movies. I actually on my ended favorites. up taking it off because I realised I was quite nonplussed about it. But then again, I watched it when I wasn't very well. Uh-uh. So at the time, I think I enjoyed it because it was like, well, this is something new and I'm on the couch, I'm sick, it was quite cosy, it was like entertaining in places. I think my biggest disappointment mm. with it, not only the actual special effects themselves, I actually fucking hated them, I thought they were trash. Um, I disagree. Do you like them? I don't think there's anything wrong with the uh, special effects or the... Fair I enough. genuinely, I think the biggest issue with the film... Um, entirely comes from the second half of the script. I think yep. until until halfway through, it's a very yeah. good movie. Like, but See, it's literally my... as soon as it reaches the one hour mark, yeah. something changed. I think my biggest issue altogether with it, apart from everything else that I I don't particularly like about it, um, my biggest issue altogether is the fact it was promoted as a horror movie and it wasn't. Though so that Disney have now come out and said like so it was after Doctor Strange where they changed how they're approaching marvel in the future because they're mm-hmm. now not releasing half the series and they're mm-hmm. spreading out the films more so we get more blockbuster movies so they can spend more money on each production which they mm-hmm. need to do so it means yeah. rather than getting four films a year we might be getting two between the avatar films there was supposed to uh, avengers films there was supposed to be four uh, months i think we're now getting a year and a half arbor mm-hmm. wars is now being made as a film i just wouldn't release it anyway because it's gonna suck because no yeah. one wants to see War Machine leading his own film, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> and then I think with Doctor Strange, it was promoted as a horror movie until the writer dropped out. And yeah. then what they never said after that was that it was no longer going to be a horror. They kept us thinking it would be. Even though yeah. when they announced who the writer was, 
We as fans, we can't. We kind of knew. Um, the biggest complaint with Doctor Strange for me is the fact that, other than the fact that the second half of the script is shit and just it feels like it was written by a two-year-old. Like you see Doctor Strange saying things that no human would say. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's like when you're doing texts and you're trying to sound posh, so you're not using abbreviations because it's an exam and you've got to fill in a word count. That's yeah. basically what it felt like. Whereas Doctor Strange was supposed to come out before Spider-Man. It was, Marvel yeah. changed their entire plan and put Spider-Man before Doctor Strange, which fucked the entire plot of <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange up. And well, the then it, is, just, the it one, just made no sense. The thing is, the one problem that I had with Spider-Man was Doctor Strange, though. Because well, he wasn't supposed they, to be in it. Like, that's the they thing. They dumbed down his character, because why would that just fucking happen? Yeah, Doctor Strange wouldn't do... But also, and I see someone said that they think they ruined Wanda's character. They did not ruin Wanda's character. No, I don't Every, think they ruined Wanda I at all. think Wanda was done how Wanda should have been done in that entire movie. The bit that I didn't get, because originally... The, the issue is, you had WandaVision, and then at the end, like she's lost her kids, but she regrets everything she's done, and she's on a good path. And then, mm. fuck the regret, I'm going to get my kids back that didn't exist, even though I just admitted they didn't actually exist. And then, gets worse. And yeah, she gets corrupted. Wanda being evil made sense. But Doctor Strange yeah. wouldn't... Like, and But it's the fact that Wanda was evil, and Wanda defeated herself, because no, Doctor Strange wasn't powerful enough to. I'm sorry, but if you're going to do House of M like the comic books intended, do it fucking correctly, and wait till the X-Men are around. Wanda, yeah, is, Wanda is not a Doctor Strange villain. When Scarlet Witch goes evil, she is an Avengers stroke X-Men level bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Do it right. It's like when they keep doing Doctor Doom against the Fantastic Four. Yes, in the comics, he started as a Fantastic Four villain. He's too powerful. Let these powerful villains be powerful villains. Yeah. Stop dumbing them down so that, like, oh, he, this this one hero got a win, yay. No, because that gives them a god complex. Why don't like Spider-Man? About, He's too fucking powerful. That's the thing about God the God Butcher, though, that I think, like, he should have been a, attached to more than just Love and Thunder. They, don't, they dumbed him down. It was very hard for me not to put Thor in my top six, because as much as it got a lot of hate... I went into it thinking it was going to be a very funny comedy. Yeah, And I same. got entirely what I wanted. Yeah. I didn't want it to be big Marvel. They just ruined it because of gore. I didn't put it in there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no Marvel movies are in my top six this year, which is, I think, the first yep, time in a very long time. Um, there is one in mine. Right. My number one most hated film of the year uh, is no one's going to probably have watched it or even heard of it. Um, I knew it was going to be bad. As soon as I sat down, I saw Lindsay Lohan was in a Christmas movie. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I know um, which movie you want to So do I. Yeah, uh, Fallen for Christmas. It was the shittest film I've ever seen. Um, and I, and I, I genuinely, I wouldn't have watched it willingly, but I sat down uh, because I just got back from a 10 hour shift and my parents were watching it. And I thought, fuck it, I'm too lazy to move. Um, I think Christmas the- movies just don't get a pass at being good know, most of the time. Th- this is the issue. Christmas movie. The, the only Christmas movies that are good, and yes, there is a Christmas movie in my top six. Chris, the Christmas movies that are good are the ones that are very well funded and promoted to high hell. So yeah. like, and then they get flogged for the every year from then. I had to go into work this morning because there was an early showing of Elf. Why the fuck is cinema still doing it? It's, I don't like, like Elf. It's, it's, but Elf isn't good. It's not. I've it's never not as liked good as, it. Like 
I liked it me, when I was a child. I used to love it, and I hate it more and more each year because I have to watch it because no one can make good Christmas films anymore. So we're forced to watch the same fucking ones every year. I love Love Actually, but I've got to a point where I'm not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. There's only so many times I can watch that fucking film. Like I, uh, I, I have a new ages. tradition for Elf. Yeah. Mainly because, so... I have a friend who a couple of years ago, unfortunately, lost his dad. And we have like a mutual friend. And the only reason I know this guy is because of this mutual friend. And they said to me, they were like, I specifically look at the TV times around Christmas so that I can run downstairs when I know it's about 15 minutes into the elf movie. Just because there's that bit where the polar bear goes, bye, buddy. Sorry about your dad. And they will, without a fail, Snapchat that and then send it to their oh. friend who's dead. Like. And I feel like I now have to adopt that. So every time I watch Elf, I'm going to make sure that I join yeah, in on you best, again, you know? You best be sending that to Izzy and Guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Well, the point. Can, we get, can we get that clip of Sammy looking shocked from the side? <laughs> and just I have... Would, I just looked to get my Lucas aid and heard whatever he said, and I was like, fucking excuse you know that guy, me. You know that guy in the Britain's Got Talent audience where he's just got open mouth and he's really, really shocked? He looks a bit like Beaker from Robert. <laughs> yeah. Can we just have that version, but a Sammy version? Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh... How I know Sammy, as much as she's short, that she isn't young from the fact she's fucking drinking Lucas aid energy. But that's oh, yeah, that's no. how I know, like. It's the original flavor. I don't know. I, yeah. I fucking hate that shit. I uh, my when dad I gave me all of that when I was going to Edinburgh. When I asked for a like... Lucas Aid and they give me that rather than a Lucas Aid Sport, <laughs> I'm in a mood. Lucas Aid Sport, the citrus one, was where it's at. Uh, no, the... Brazilian guava. It was only out for like two years, but that stuff was. We had a vending machine in my school, like in the PE department, that had like Lucas Aid Sport. And like you weren't actually allowed to use it yet unless you were really quick. <laughs> it was us. <laughs> so like I used to like sneak after pee because my pee was just before lunch. And then I'd like, go get like a citrus Lucas Hit spot and run. <laughs> oh, we, should we move on to the actual good movies? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I have I, six of them. I think I got very passionate about some of them. Uh, you did. Just a bit. Can we say the ones that I got the most passionate about weren't even on my list? No. Like, <laughs> um, right. Cool. Emmy. So we do them one at a time. Yep. Okay. Number six. Um, I'm gonna start off quite low in terms of I enjoyed it and it was nostalgic. Oh, yeah, Hocus what... Pocus two. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I haven't I watched thought it. Was it. Good. <laughs> it was worse in, than the if... first one. I didn't like the first one. If people could compare, though, so I loved Hocus Pocus 1. Yeah, like and then, obviously, with Disenchanted and then Hocus Pocus 2 coming out, I was like, I hope these two are going to be good sequels. And I think Hocus Pocus 2 is a good example of a good sequel in comparison to Disenchanted, which is kind of just like your, your nostalgia pandering here. And that's what I was really worried about with Hocus Pocus 2, that it was going to be nostalgia pandering. But... Earlier this year, I also watched The Craft and then The Craft Legacy. I, and I could yeah. see where they drew the inspiration from, yes, which absolutely. was really cool. And I, I just enjoyed it. Like, I'm I'm into all things witchy. I read tarot. I'm into my space races and my crystals, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's fun and it's camp for me. 
because I believe in all that kind of stuff. So then seeing something like Hocus Pocus on screen, it is just it's just kind of fun. And that's why I really enjoyed it. And that's why it's on my top six, because I, I would happily watch it any time of the year. I didn't hate Hocus Pocus too. I thought it was fine. Um, the one thing I thought it was missing was Bette Midler saying, and I put a spell on you again. I, True. I <laughs> genuinely hate both Hocus Pocus movies. And I know I'm a minority by hating the first one. I know I'm a massive minority by hating I've never watched is, it. I only watched Hocus Pocus one for the first time last year, and I feel okay. like, and I, I feel like Sammy would dislike it if she watched it now as well. Hocus Pocus is one of those movies that you, whether you like it or not, very much depends on how old you were when you watched it. Yeah, like, and I think that's the yeah. thing. And obviously, because I watched it last year, and I know so many people that love it, I went into it very high expectations. Uh, in my opinion, Hocus Pocus 2 was exactly the same as Star Wars Force Awakens, where they were like, right, we have the same script. Uh, what would we do differently if we made it now, though, with other new technology? That's pretty much Hocus mm. Pocus 2. I, I yeah. rewatched Hocus Pocus 1, I think it was about a month before Hocus Pocus 2 came out, and it was a lot hornier than I remembered it being as a kid. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't translate as well. No, uh, it's just like I can't wear it just like that because I don't have. Which is pretty, pretty much it. I've got. I can't wear it just like because I don't have tits. I'm like, uh, uh, you're eight. Stop talking. <laughs> I just remember it being very. I just thought she was like hungry because obviously yeah. they talk about eating the kids. So then when she was like running up to people and being like, "Oh my god," I was like, "Oh, she's really hungry." And now looking back, I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> she's hungry for something, but it ain't the flesh." Like, uh, well, Bandit, you're number six. Uh, Sonic Two. I haven't watched it yet. I, I haven't really, seen Sonic 1. It took me a while to come around to it because I was really iffy on Idris Elba's casting at first. But every time I look back at it, it was I found it like really charming. And Jim Carrey's retired now from movies. Yes, um, yeah. And it makes it perfect that his last line in a cinematic movie was him flipping the bird and saying later haters. <laughs> and, there is a belief that he hasn't fully retired though. He's just taken like a three to four year break. But, um, a little hiatus. Yeah. Uh, Sonic 2, I thought it was just very, very fun. Um, it's low malice because it's I I have seen just better stuff this year, but like it was also mad slightly because I got COVID when I went to see it. I was just about like, to say, it was another one that you got COVID from. I, yeah, I went to see, see Sonic 2 with my best friend and I got COVID and he didn't. Um, that so I've put this one on my list because I did really enjoy it and for most people it probably should technically be higher but it's one of those ones of like for me there were certain things that I was like eh about it but I did overall really like this movie which is The Batman. Okay. Because I yeah I wasn't a huge fan of um, Robert Pattinson's uh, Bruce Wayne even though for the part of the time period like time sequence e bit in batman's life it he's done it correctly but the actual film itself like i sat and happily watched mm. i think it's, it's still one of those movies this year that i'm like it could have been 20 to 30 minutes shorter yeah absolutely um, i really want to start reading these hollywood contracts to see if they actually have a specification on time limit but like, mm. they just like oh by the way we want this to be between two hours and 40 and three hours there's so many um, films now that of... like, I don't want a two hour, two and a half hour film. No, I struggle. A lot of them, uh, they do have it contractually. I know Warner Brothers did for some of them a while ago. They're a little bit more lenient now. Um, but uh, it's unless you've got like 
a massive director with already got like test and proven legacy of longer films like that's why you can get away with having avatar being three and a half hours long or whatever because of who it's directed by and avengers you're allowed to because of what the combination was oh mate he's already announced that avatar 3 is currently running at nine hours uh, James Cameron can run nine hours into the fucking water, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not I, mean, I mean, spoiler alert: it takes nine hours for them to get to the fucking water in Avatar Two. So, like, <laughs> I think in the space of the last five years, James Cameron forgot he's a male. <laughs> he just forgot he's a person because he just hates everything about him being um, human. My number one, no, my number one, my number six uh, is very surprising: uh, Jason Momoa's Slumberland on Netflix. I love it. I just, to be fair, it's probably because of the mood I was in when I watched it. I was knackered, I was absolutely shattered. And again, I sat down and my parents were watching a film and I couldn't be fucked to leave because I was tired. But actually, it was so good. And yeah. like, like, the trailer doesn't do it any justice. It's a fun, no, no, I, I agree movie. with you. I agree with you. It is just a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's probably not theoretically, like, Theatrically, it's not the greatest movie of all time, but you're going to have a very good time watching it. It was hard deciding whether I was going to put this or Thor in, but I was like, actually, I was disappointed by bits of Thor. I can't I can't say this film disappointed me. I just love Jason Momoa. I realised recently how much I just liked him. Because yeah, he, he's like, he seems like a really buff, nerdy guy who's like entirely adorable. But also, I think the story is, is very good as well. Like, is it actually all in their heads? Or yeah. like it's it doesn't necessarily tell you if it's actually a thing or not. So like and I think that's just a really nice way of ending. I think it would have ruined it to me if they basically gave you the answer. Mm. Um so, uh Emmy, you're number five. It's actually uh Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Ah. So there's all everyone's seen the screenshot of the kid communicating through like magic talking to the adults after they've been kidnapped and it's like the the video effects wasn't always there but there are some bits that were so strikingly beautiful in the film that i actually paused it and like admired it for a second so um, i do apologize if i'm going to be discussing spoilers there's a bit where it's been out for ages now so it's okay exactly so the bit where thor is holding um fuck i can't remember her name uh Jane, yeah. So he's holding Jane and the baddie is there in front of the end of the universe, you know, the person who grants, you know, whatever they want. And honestly, just that with like the entire white and then that god just sat there with all the arms and the heads and the faces and stuff. I was like, that is so visually beautiful and so well done. And even the end scene where Thor and his like new adopted little buddy are running out of the ship and they're about to go into battle. It, it was cheesy, but I think at the end of the day, people went into that Thor movie expecting it to be very similar to the previous Thor movies, which we can agree with had a few goofy moments, but was ultimately quite serious. Whereas Thor Love and Thunder, he's come through all fucking sorts. And you can tell that Thor now is a lot more lighthearted in himself. Like he knows he's a god. He knows he can defeat all these people. He's out there looking for a worthy fight. And I think that's what I liked about it because it was very 80s kitsch, but then it almost takes the piss out of itself because you can see that the Guardians of the Galaxy at the beginning, they're just like, for fuck's sake, he's here again. Like, oh my God. And, you know, he, he's just being loud and obnoxious. And that's what the movie was. But there was just these really 
key beautiful parts like when he's encouraging the kids to fight that was beautiful and then when he was losing jane like that actually brought a tear to my eye i was like oh my god that is like he, he's been fighting so long and now he ultimately has to make a decision to move past this even after everything he's been through so yes it was bad with some bits of the cgi but i don't know if i'm just one of those people that i'm not really bothered by it as long as the storytelling and the acting is good the cgi can be shit for all i care the cinematography set. um is the best thing i can now say i'm qualified to talk about this stuff hell yeah um, <laughs> I, as much as avatar 2 is going to be the film of the year that everyone says about his visuals because obviously visually it's fucking stunning um, yeah. If it was a visually shit film, it wouldn't. James Cameron wouldn't put his name on it. Um, no. I think visually the best looking scene in any film comes from Four Love and Thunder, and mm. in my opinion, it's when they're on uh, the God Butcher's planet, and it's all black mm. and white apart from their weapons. And I, think yes, yeah, I it's visually, it's, it's amazing, and I think that is not just the best best looking part of the film, but I think it's best part of best looking part of any film this year yeah for sure it was it was very beautiful and um welcome to the cinematography qualified people it's nice to have you on board um, <laughs> Andy, you're number five. First of the horror films on my uh on my list x really weird for me as an asexual saying this because it's a movie about porn Dude, but like x is also on my list hey, x is great <laughs> it's so it, good it approaches a, a different taboo subject which shouldn't theoretically be taboo um so long story short it's a love letter to old kitschy horror because uh, a lot of old horror directors got into it by making adult movies right mm-hmm. and that that's pretty much the premise of it like they're going to make an adult movie at this, at this barn and with this farmstead or whatever and there's a really old couple that have it and the whole premise is about being desirable at an old age because it, um the woman in there like she's i think to say she's about like 85 or some shit like that yeah. she still wants to be seen as sexy and desirable by her husband and they've not had any interaction or whatever for all this time mm-hmm. and she still wants to see that and her seeing all these young beautiful people you know, making this adult movie sends her over the edge. Yeah. And has like, why can't I have that? And it's such a really good topic. And obviously, um, so this that the sex side of it did not interest me in the slightest. But I, I like the fact that it's a love letter to all stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that it approached a subject which doesn't really get explored. Yeah. And also it looks fucking amazing. The visuals it in does. it. Great. It's stunning. So stylized. I love it. Yeah, X, number five. So, my number five is one that... It's also a horror movie. It's not X, because X is further up my list. Um, but it's one of those ones, some people... It's a polarising one. Some people were like, oh, what is this shit? And other people were like, yo, no, this is actually quite a fire film. It's so stupid. It's a massive social commentary on millennials, but it's uh, it's bodies, bodies, bodies. Okay. I've, not, I've still not watched it. So, it's one of those ones I can understand why uh, a lot of people be like, oh, this is just really crap. Like, Pete Davidson plays Pete Davidson, because he does. Um, in it and bits like that. But he's the first to die, so, like, you know. But, Suicide um, Squad? Huh? Suicide Squad? He's the first to die in the Suicide Squad. Bandit, do you know what happens in it at all? 
No, I'm not bothered about spoilers, so I will honestly forget. Okay, cool. <laughs> that, that, that's absolutely fine, because I was going to say. So basically, this is a giant social commentary on um, millennial behaviour, cancel culture, things like that. Um, and basically, the whole story is there's this group of friends, one of them's just gotten out of rehab, and she's brought her girlfriend to this like massive mansion that's like Peter Davison's parents', parents' house. Um, uh, they're having a hurricane party, which is like a huge thing, like in America and like certain parts of America, they have like hurricane parties and things like that when like one's about to go through. Um, they play a game called Bodies, 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 um, which is basically if anyone's played Werewolf, it's pretty much like that. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like a live action thing where like you all crawl around in the dark. Um, someone's a murderer, has to tap someone on the shoulder to kill them. Um, and then if someone discovers a body throughout the house while they're in the dark, you have to shout bodies, 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 and then you have to vote on who you think the murderer is. Basically, werewolf. Um, but the ending of this, there's a twist right at the ending, because basically people just keep dying. Um, and they're like, someone in this house is a murderer, and they're trying to figure out who it is, and they come to the wrong conclusions because of, like, influence, outside influences and bits like that. So, for example, the first guy they think that did it they're like oh it's because he's a vet like he's probably got P- ptsd or something he's gone crazy but what they don't realize is when he says he's a vet he's a veterinary surgeon <laughs> so it's like things like that he's an easy um, vet not a war vet yeah exactly um but the ending you realize that actually there isn't a killer at all because pete De- pete davison's the first one to die he gets slashed in the throat but they find his phone so everyone's died other than these two girls they find his phone and he's recording a TikTok video where he's trying to use a sword to open a champagne bottle like one of the other guys did earlier and he fucks it up and hits himself in the neck and kills himself. <laughs> right. right. So the entire time, there was never a killer in the first place at all, but it was all because of people's assumptions of each other is why they thought someone was going around murdering everyone else. I really like that as a premise. It's yeah. really, really good. It's that even though you know the ending, like even because I rewatched it even after like I knew what happened, and there's so many moments in it you can go now. Actually, makes like, it better if you know the ending though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's one character. There's this like party girl character. She's just my favorite thing because she's the most like stereotypical millennial whatsoever. Like she gets shot, and she's just like, I would preferred when you were gaslighting me. Like it's like that kind oh, of show. I hate that. Oh. It's like so. It's but it is very oh, much that. It's, it's like people. Um, like it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Nice. I think for me, my next one. I know some people have said their surprise is not higher because I went through this with people at work. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Damn it, that was going to be next on my list. Um, I haven't seen it's it. It's so good. I haven't it's seen it. It's genuinely a masterpiece. Uh, I can understand oh. why a lot of people are saying it's the best one of the year. Um, Honestly, so good. It's literally, I'm not going to spoil it because genuinely it's one of those ones where you would want to go into it not knowing. Yeah. Um, like, I was told to go into it having not watched a trailer because they said even the trailer reveals maybe too much that you of what you want to know. Um, mm. It's an amazing sci-fi. It's very good they emotionally draw you in um the camera shots and everything it's just so good um i don't I, think it's bandit safe though it's not bandit so safe. just a heads up bandit. No. Um, Sadly, i would <laughs> probably say as far as uh 
if I was to look at it from a film critic standpoint, I would probably say mm-hmm. it's the best film of the year. Oh yeah, massively. Um, and they reckon it's, it's probably going to be the Oscar-winning film of the year. Oh, um, I would be very surprised if it's not. Um, Haven't seen it, but I have heard good things. So that's actually at the top of my list. I now know that I can't see it. So that was at the top of my list. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna leave it up there still. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll circle back around to it. Yeah. But, oh, such a good film. I'm really glad you said that, Barlow. Yeah, number good. What's your number four? Uh, number fours. My number four, Turning Red. I haven't right. seen it. That's the, I thought... it's a Disney Red Panda movie, right? Oh, yeah. that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So the underlying message throughout all of it is the whole teenage girl coming of age <clears throat> and the turning red aspect is obviously a metaphor for a period. Ah. Hands down, like, it's, it's fairly obvious, you know. You see her going through like these mood swings, everything else, but it's also coming of age in the terms of it's set with a, the sort of main character is Asian and she's in an Asian family and it touches on the whole she has got so much anxiety and stress in her life just based on pleasing her family and it's interesting because her little friend group has got like such a mixture of people and they all have obviously different experiences and you're watching her obviously battling the fact that she has these new powers where when she's stressed she turns into this red panda that's really angry um but also you know she's having to tackle school she's having to tackle home life she's having to tackle like pleasing her friends and at the end of the day it's all about them just wanting to go to this concert Mm. that her mum and dad obviously don't want to go into but it brings in the narrative as well of breaking the usual parenting parental styles in terms of so the way that my nan parented my mum is very different to how my parents parented me and no doubt that if I ever have a kid I know I'm going to probably parent them completely different to how my mum and dad parented me not saying they've done a bad job just as some things that I would rather do for my kid that they didn't do for me you know what I mean and it's it's one of those things where obviously a lot of parents will sometimes take offense to that and that is the whole it's about starting that conversation yeah. and I like to think that it was so well put across in the movie and I can imagine how many mums and daughters or mums and sons or you know mums and theys that were going to go see that film and actually open that discourse and conversation because it wasn't necessarily shoved into your face during the film but it was done very well and the storytelling was really good and it's just also really fun to watch because yeah. The way they animate is all like the characters in it. They're so unique and also interesting. Like you can almost relate to what you're seeing on screen instead of the usual like Pixar. Like a woman is a triangle and a man is an upside down triangle. You know what I mean? The meme meme you sent me. Yeah. You know, so it was. It was just really good. It was really easy to watch. I went into it with really low expectations and then came out of it actually really enjoying it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, this this was pretty good. So it's it's surprisingly on my list of top movies this year. Love um, that. When you described like the pretty much the premise, mm-hmm. all, like when you said, oh, it's like an analogy for getting the period. I was like, oh, a little bit like Carrie. And then you described it, and I'm like, oh, so it's like it's a lot like Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing. Carrie's great, but like, yeah, oh, Carrie's so good. Carrie's up there on like my all time favorite like horror movies. I wouldn't really count it as a horror because it's more like a sci fi thriller. But mm. yeah, Carrie's up there on one of my favorite films. So that's maybe why I enjoyed it. Because instead of like the, <laughs> the screaming the and the pig's blood. The red hand just murks everyone at the end Literally. of the Literally. Kid friendly Carrie. Yeah, exactly. PG Carrie. 
exactly and it's just really relatable like mm. from a girl standpoint it's just such a relatable film um obviously i have the privilege of not having near as much pressure in school as say for example like growing up my asian friends might have had there's like that usual stereotype there but it was still relatable because you can yeah, imagine sure. like the stress like the shit a kid has to go through once with parents that have got high expectations of them let alone navigating the fact that your body's changing like you know you're doing weird things that you find fun but people in school find weird like you know i grew up liking anime and i was like undiagnosed autistic so i could just relate to it heavily <laughs> that's fair bandito horror film number two on my list orphan mm. first kill i hated I really it i want to see it what I, loved I hated it. It, it. it looked it looked like they'd put the entire thing through a blur filter. I loved Orphan First Kill. No. Mine is mostly solved by the fact that Isabel Furman is just fucking phenomenal. She, she's fantastic in it. I will not I'll hands down say she's a fantastic actor and she's fantastic in it. However, the film was trash. I really liked it. Uh, that's oh, all I'm gonna say. I I think I have the fucking Nostalgia glasses for how good the first orphan was. First one's amazing. And and like I think they obviously Isabel Furman's like I think she's like sixteen or something at this point. Or seventeen maybe. But like how they did the de aging to make her look younger as the well. De ager. If, if you research into it, they didn't de age her at all. They used they, um they make, makeup. That's that's what I mean. Though they put make they put like makeup on her and bits like that, but they didn't DH her. What they ended up doing was like that. It was all perspective shots, and like the a- adult actors were wearing like massive platform boots and things like that to make her look little. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in that in which regard, the techniques that they used to to make her look younger in the film were fantastic. Mm. Mm. Uh, I just like the fact that we got a bit of a background on who she was. Even though I normally hate the fact that we get backgrounds, I really liked Orphan First Kill. Yeah, that's fair enough. I thought it was shite. That's <laughs> if you don't like it, that's fine. I like that. Uh, my number four, uh, I just really liked because it was a really fun film, uh, Glass Onion. Idiot. So Idiot. It's, it's the sequel to uh, Knives Out, if anyone's seen Knives Out, and it's like that. Uh, it I won't spoil it because it is one that I just said. It's, it's a mystery. It, it's a mystery. So these ones are very easy to spoil. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. spoil this one. All I'm going to say is I love the fact that sometimes this, the obvious answer is actually right. Okay. That's all I have to say about yeah. it. It's it, That doesn't give away a lot, but when you get to the ending, you'll be like, oh, duh. <laughs> uh, my number four came out recently i don't know why cinemas won't even put it into one showing a week already because it pisses me off um but it's very very funny it's full of action it's violent night um, i haven't seen it yet it's made by the uh, same people that did bullet train it's basically the it's the best christmas film that's come out since love actually um it's basically adult home alone so proof that the things in home alone would have killed the bandits well here's it proving that it would have actually killed people um and plus who doesn't love the fact that in their law father christmas was once a viking warrior who we need i mean he was didn't they do that as wasn't that a thing in like rise of the guardians or whatever where it was just like this big like nordic god or whatever yeah well he father christmas used to be a pagan god he used to ride a 
eight-legged horse. Yeah, right before, that's not far but, from the truth. Yeah, before yeah. Um, before Christianity then changed it to Saint Nicholas. It and then Coca-Cola made him red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because originally he was Nicholas green. A, he was Saint green. Apparently, uh, Saint Nicholas got a really weird backstory in Turkey. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's but yeah, it's it's based on the actual pagan ideology. So like the fact that but. Uh, uh, he once carried around like a, a warhammer and stuff, and that he used to be absolutely savage and brutal, and uh, was finding a way to be good. Um, it's really, really, really good. Um, okay, uh, Emmy, your number three. Um, senior year. I really I enjoyed it. Haven't watched it. I haven't seen so, it. So the, the Rebel Wilson awesome one, isn't it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it because. Oh, I won't watch the... it. If she's in it. I think she's shit. <laughs> the cast in it are really good in terms of a lot of like the adults that so essentially the premise is a girl who's like one of the most popular girls in school going for prom queen or that kind of stuff she gets into a coma just before her senior year and she wakes up 20 odd years later oh, and, uh, oh i know it's from this is yeah that i didn't watch it because um it trash yeah, yeah <laughs> so I, I gave it, it a go trash. It was another time when I was ill and I was like, you know, I'll give it a go. It's just it's something to watch just to pass the time and make myself feel a bit better. And I just really enjoyed it because I watched things like Clueless growing up. Like I remember having sleepovers with my friends and watching like, you know, like Legally Blonde, Clueless or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see that narrative flipped on its head. And what was even funnier was like the Mean Girls in. The, so she goes back to school to finish her senior year and the Mean Girls in the school are actually like the kids that are chronically online on tiktok so you know the ones that will like if you sneeze a certain way they'll cancel you yeah like, you know the ones that are so like oh um offended by everything and they also hate millennials right like that is a known fact that so many kids on tiktok i say kids like young adults on tiktok hate millennials because they think that we're trying too hard or whatever which is fine because most of us are. We're like, we, we were desperate to get known on MySpace and Tumblr and Instagram back on the day. So no wonder yeah. we're still trying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm turning 28 in a couple of weeks. Like, I, 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 am, I am allowed to vouch <laughs> on it. Um, and it was just really fun to watch because obviously it's just fun seeing. Like, I always think in my head, what would it be like if I went back to school? And then seeing Rebel Wilson, I mean, she she looks fantastic in the role. When she first lost a lot of weight, I was like, is she actually okay? Like, is she doing this safely? I was worried for her, but she looks fucking fantastic in the film. And she's just effortlessly funny in it as well. In the fact that she's just, you can tell she's just being herself and how she would be if she had to go into school. And it's just, the interactions were really good. And the ending was just like really cheesy and funny as well. Like there's a song number. It just reminded me of the old 90s chick flicks I grew up watching. Like there's always like a blooper reel and stuff. You know what I mean? At the end, like you never see blooper reels anymore in the credits. Yeah. And there's always like a random song and dance at the end of this, end of the movie for no fucking reason. Like everyone starts lip syncing for no reason, even though the film was never a musical in the first place. Yeah. It, it's, it was just stuff like that. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. It was just really easy to watch. And with everything else that was going on in the world during this year, I think it was just what we needed. It was almost like a breath of fresh air. Because it was like, you know, we need some of this like kitschy. Like, because I feel like thing, movies like Clueless and stuff came back in because everyone wanted the Y2K look this year. Yeah, and it was like the film industry just went, here, have a Y2K movie but there's going to be things in this that you're actually going to understand. Yeah. So, you know, I just, it was easy to watch. I never thought I'd be made to miss Clueless. 
<laughs> really? Oh, I fucking love Clueless. No, I, I love like watching Clueless. that kind of stuff. I just never expected to miss it. God <laughs> have, have I convinced you to Clueless watch Senior Year? No. Oh. No, it's, se- no. Senior Year, like, the trailer was trash. Russell, Russell Wilson's trash. Uh, as much as it's a feel-good movie, the, the plot is trash. Uh <laughs> I think Russell, there wasn't Russell enough for Wilson, you to dissect with your new degree. No, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Rebel Wilson. If you have to cast her as your lead actress, it shows that no one else wants to be in your movie. Is That's Russell, the best it could have been Wilson, Amy Schumer. Wilson, Russell Wilson, the kid from Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I, it, I it, name it, is Russell. it could have been Amy Schumer, but it wasn't. It was Rebel Wilson. And I'm, I'm not being sorry, funny. It's the lesser of two evils. No. <laughs> yeah, but that's because Amy Schumer is not even a good comedian. Uh, like Talent, Amy, Sh- Amy Schumer has just somehow become famous for being talentless. Um, She's been famous for having a vagina because she talks about it so much. <laughs> just saying. But yeah, because I'm not one to tear other yeah, women down, but, but she needs she, to sit down. That's the only thing that gives her talent, apparently. Yeah, uh, Bandit, your number. Uh, another pseudo horror movie, Werewolf by Night. Okay, good film. I love Werewolf by Night. I love the the entire homage to Universal and Hammer horror movies. I love how when they've done when they show in the werewolf, they didn't do it as an American werewolf. It was more the Wolfman, maybe like Big Wolf on campus, a little bit Teen Wolf. Um, I really liked it. It was all in black and white. It was it was a good, I think, a good step forward of Marvel to make an art film as opposed to just a superhero flick. Um. Like the the producer and the director uh, actually resisted a lot of people that released a lot of influence saying put a cameo from whoever in, and I'm glad that they didn't because I would love to see more shots like more TV shots like this. They're only like an hour and a half long, where you've got like the Universal send up because you've obviously got Man Thing that's appeared now, and yeah. Man Thing was dope. He looked fucking amazing. <laughs> it was a dude in a suit. It looked great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, by night one of my favorite marvel movies honestly i still need to watch that after you recommended it to me to be fair because you, you i remember you saying a little while ago how much you guys enjoyed it so i was like yeah i need to watch this one Sammy, your number three my number three is uh she says which is the film that is about uh the sexual uh harassment in hollywood uh Ooh. to do with Har- to do with harvey weinstein um and how the new york times basically brought it to light uh, even though there were so many people trying to shut women up and trying to hide it and shit like that. Um, and it actually reveals some of the, the shit that Harvey Weinstein actually did to these women. And yeah, it was super interesting. Haven't uh, actually seen that one advertised, so I need to watch that. I'm going to be honest, I don't want to watch it on the same for the same reason that I didn't want to watch the Jimmy Savile one or any of the other ones, because I know they make me uncomfortable. That's totally fair. And like, yeah, it's... And it's nothing to do with me being a guy or anything. It's just that type of shit makes me uncomfortable. Like, I know Hollywood's a shit place, and I don't need to be reminded of it when I think of like some things I really enjoy that come out of it. And, yeah, um, I, but I, th- I think that's fair, and I think it's the same reason why a lot of people don't want to watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series. I, uh, well, uh, uh, we'll talk about that later. We'll see. We'll talk about but that. I, but I do, I do think that's like, unfortunately, that's the same thing when it's about real world things. I can understand why some people don't want to touch certain series or films because, like, as much as they theorize, uh, 
like made it theatrical that shit actually happened and it did affect people yeah, uh, yeah so I get sure that. uh my number three uh maverick i know some of you said you haven't seen it um i went into it thinking it was gonna be crap i'm gonna be honest um but no it's incredible the script is fucking phenomenal the cinematography is beautiful it's probably one of the most thrilling movies of the year um because from beginning to end it's it's great and it's so well done uh, especially for a film that we never knew we never knew we needed and then when it came, was announced everyone was like oh fuck we don't need another one came out so good yeah uh nice. Amy, you're number two and nola holmes too i haven't watched I haven't it, seen yet. it yet but i want to I haven't okay, seen it. I won't spoil it, but so I was a massive Sherlock fan uh, back when it used to be out, and I, I f- was kind of itching for that kind of you know the plot twist that you would get in the original not not the original series, but you know like the um, cucumber patch series. Mm-hmm. So that's it. It was nice because the plot twist. I'm, I said I'm not going to spoil anything. The, the plot twist creeps up on you. And then it's suddenly there, and you're like, "Oh my god, that's really cool!" And I was, I didn't, as again, I didn't go into it with high hopes. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna watch something while I eat dinner. And I ended up watching the whole thing, and I was only gonna watch like a few minutes of it, and then go back to playing games with my friends. I ended up messaging them saying, "Sorry, I just got really into this film. It's really good." <laughs> um, Henry Cavill in it is amazing. Of granted, he doesn't have like a huge role in it. He does do really well. I, I'm a massive Millie Bobby Brown fan. I, um, I think she gets a lot more stick on the internet than she deserves. Um, she's all right. She's a kid growing up in the movie industry. At the end of the day, like you know, she's she's going to be in the limelight more so than what she wants. But she did bloody brilliant in it. Um, Hannah Bonham Carter's in it as well in parts, which is really nice. It was it was just really fun to watch, and the plot twist was really fun as well because you were like, "Ooh, interesting." Okay, and yeah, it was it was it was okay for a sequel. I was again like you know people always go into sequels thinking like, "Oh shit," you know we have to compare it to the first. But in its own movie, it's really good. Yeah, I don't think you even really need to see the original movie because at the end of the day, you know who Enola is. Um, yeah, and it was just it was just really fun to watch, and I've actually watched it about two or three times now just because. I have had nothing else to put on, so I've just rewatched the movie. Fair. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice. Bandito, number two. Prayer. Ugh. I'm sorry, just I have a soft spot for Predator. I have a soft spot for dumb action movies. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much I would just like the idea of a predator fighting Native Americans. And this makes me think, I want to see predator fighting samurai. I want to see them fighting Vikings. I want to see them fight the Power Rangers. Like, I want to see them fight everyone. I just want to see predator fight things. Predator, can we get Predator versus Batman in a movie, please? Because there was a comic about it and it was really good. Do you want to see no, him fight me? No, we want yeah. Predator versus Wolverine. Predator yeah. versus Wolverine. Uh, my number two is X, which Bandit spoke about earlier. Uh, yeah. I, I love it for exactly the same reasons that Bandit does. X is great. It's a fantastic film. Has I... anyone seen Pearl? Because I know Mia Goth has been in a yeah, lot this uh, year. Pearl is really fucking good as well. It almost made my list. Okay. God, it's the two movies I need to watch is X and Pearl. Yeah. Uh, Pearl is really good. My number two is Batman. Nice. Um, I love it. Yeah, I sub- yeah, I hate the fact that a DC movie has made it into my top six when a, a Marvel <laughs> one hasn't. Uh, well, at least it doesn't have Ezra Miller in it. It's fine. Yeah, no, at least it doesn't have Ezra Miller. Genuinely, I'm really excited for where they're going with it. The casting was fantastic. The grittiness worked perfectly. Uh, the guy playing the Joker, I'm so happy. I would have never cast him, 
Uh, it would have never gone into my mind, but now I know it's a thing. It's amazing. And Robert Pattinson fucking slaps as Batman. We just need hey. to see more Bruce Wayne. Um, and less Moopy, uh, Modi, uh, Bopey Bruce Wayne. You're halfway um, between Moopy and Moody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, less I'm aware we're on a schedule, so I'm trying to think. Words are not going into my brain as fast. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we have to be done by eleven, yeah, so we, we have, have an hour. 11, so we've, got to, we've got to try and speed a pair of views. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll speed through. Uh, number one, Emmy. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Movie brought me to tears. It. it I mean, I'm just going to say to Barlow because he knows it. The rock scene. I was floods. And when you, when you see a rock scene, you'll see what I mean when I say it's stupid to be crying at something like that. But it was it was just incredible. And Ash came up to me after I'd finished watching it, and he was like, Are "You okay?" And I was like, I, "I've just seen the best masterpiece of my life. Like, it is really up there with. I would put it up with the like the likes of the Truman Show. Like, that's how good it is. And one, Truman Show is one of those films that I'll watch over and over again. American Psycho, and yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Found it very enjoyable. Is it Bandit next? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number one movie, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Because genuinely, I watched it, it came out, I think, like two weeks ago. I watched it last week while I had a, f- a two-hour break from work. And I sat, watched it in the freezing fucking cold, and it was incredible. Nice. Like, if the I love the aesthetic of it. I love the fact that Hugh McGregor is Jimin, is it's Sebastian J. Cricket, but it's Jimmy Cricket for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, he is amazing in it. Finn Wolfhard's great as Candlewick. The kid who plays Pinocchio um, doesn't get annoying. And the the guy who plays Geppetto is the guy who, I can't remember his name, but he's the guy who plays Ricky Gervais' dad in Afterlife. Right. The, the first song he does, uh, You Are My, uh, My Son, is it's so heartwarming. It's really nice. It's the first song of the movie as well. And it's really nice. Uh, anyone, please, if you watch a Pinocchio movie this year, the fact that I can say a Pinocchio movie, watch Gil- Del Toro's Pinocchio. It's so much better than the Disney shit. Mm-hmm. Sammy. Sammy. My number one is Bullet Train. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, and I it's really want to. so fucking good. It's like, on my prime list. I won't spoil anything, but... F- Fuck me, that's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. My number one is Bullet Train. Yeah. Um, Bullet Train is the best film of the year, without a doubt. It's It's so so good. good. It's like, it's the best Guy Ritchie movie to not be made by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Like, it's, everything about it is fucking incredible. Um, Yeah. Who's it directed by? I don't know. It's a new director as well, which makes it even better. But he also directed and wrote Violent Night. I feel like Edgar Wright must some no, like either Guy Ritchie or no, neither really, of them, neither of them were anything. So he's got, uh, he, David he's, David Lynch. Yeah, so David, David, yeah, he's, David he's inspired by Guy Ritchie, but nothing. Neither of them anything to do with the film. No. What else has he done? Because I recognise his name. Right, Sammy, for your lists, which would you prefer to do next? And yes, these will be a bit more rapid fire because we've got. Uh, we'll do TV series. Yeah. We'll do TV series first. We got, we got 55 minutes to get through what just took us to do two of what just took us an hour and a half. Yeah. Right. I got it. Uh, Sammy, your number six worst TV series. Uh, Fate, The Wink Saga, season two. I fucking, yeah. hated the fir- I, fucking, I fucking hated the first series anyway. I don't even know why I decided to watch the second series. Fair. Uh, yeah, we're, so we're going to take a slide. So uh, we're going to bandit this time. Uh, Umbrella Academy 3. 
uh, just made you didn't even need to off. explain that. It's fair. Uh, they had so much cool stuff there and they just did nothing with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Emmy, your sixth worst series of the year. Rick and Morty. No. I don't think it's got the same pizzazz as it used to. Oh, no. It never I can't will, watch but... a new series. Can't. I, I just I end up switching it off. I get so bored. I'm sorry. Honestly, I thought it was better than the last series. Um, mine is uh, the Pentaveret. Because I watched what? it. Because it's the one with uh, Michael Myers playing multiple other characters. And oh. I went into it and I was like, this is going to be great. It's basically Austin Powers. No, it's shit. I was so disappointed because, like, Austin Powers was shit, but great. Like, this is just shit. Um, right, Sammy, you're number five. Number five, Limitless. Crap. Shit. <laughs> like, I really like the film Limitless uh, with uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really love that film. And obviously, Chris Hemsworth has to do the series of it, and it's shit. That's <laughs> literally it's not it's not as good as this film was no and I was like the casting was great and that's it yeah. but nothing about other than the casting is uh, yeah. bandit blockbuster yeah that's mm. mine as well like, <laughs> what how, how do you fail harder than the fucking company uh, you know what I'm uh, actually sad to hear this because I was going to watch it with my sister next week dude, maybe it's... because I was like the cast is so good <laughs> If, yeah, it's okay, if you imagine Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but without any personality, and then Skinner is in, we wish we were Netflix, It's that's what Blockbuster is. Yeah, it's that's my number five as well. It's just, this, I ended up turning it off. I got like halfway through episode one and was like, I can't even give this a this, shot. This, it's just a waste of time. I'm actually so it, disappointed. This has made me it took me, the thing is, it took me a minute to get into Brooklyn Nine-Nine because Andy Samberg, I very, very rarely find funny, but... I just couldn't even get in a blockbuster. Yeah. That has actually Bye-bye. changed one of mine. Um, this has changed. This has changed. I'm going to get rid of one from mine now. Uh, my number five, uh, the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've oh, never... You know what? Brooklyn Nine-Nine was one of my favourite shows ever, but that final yeah. season was shit. Yeah. The it final five minutes? Great. <laughs> Final five minutes of the last episode. Very emotional, very good. No, worst season of... I thought that came out in 2021. Yes. Yeah, oh, well, I only watched it this year. So then, then, it's, the original, then it's the original list and it's Miss Marvel. <laughs> um, to be, to be okay. fair, my games list, my, one of my, my top worst one was technically 2021, but it was December, so I can't Well, as it. I said with the games yeah. list, if it's like you enjoy, say, like a certain season of Fortnite that was yeah. this year, that could be in there. But like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like... I almost put Book of Boba Fett in the bottom because that started at the end of last year and went over, but I, yeah. I wasn't being pedantic. So yeah, I'm just going to say Miss Marvel because it, it sucked. Yeah, it did. Um, okay, uh, Sammy, Ooh. your number four. Resident Evil, it was trash. <laughs> I forgot that was a series. <laughs> I yeah. could, well, Resident Chain. Evil think, think London's in Gloucester, so I... Changing uh, uh, like, my number nine to Resident Evil. I, I I stand by what I was said on Twitter when people saw the promo poster in like I think it was like Times Square or something that was like incredible, like it was like the coolest like uh animated poster ever. Yeah, the entire budget for that series went on that poster. <laughs> yeah. Not even wrong. <laughs> it was fucking awful. And it. Uh it was Terminal List. Then you reminded me Resident Evil existed. Yeah. <laughs> Terminal List sucked, by the way. Emmy. Uh, is this number four? Number, number four. four, Riverdale. 
the latest season. I I just stopped paying attention. I have less respect for you knowing that you got to the latest season. So Um. I actually stopped watching last year and I kind of like, you know, when you just put an episode on the latest one just to see if it like, just to kind of gauge it. And then nothing made sense in terms of even if you were following along roughly with the story, it's just turned really weird. And that's why I was like, yeah, I, I'm never going to go back to this. I'm going to go, I'm going to end the series from where they all separated from each other and before the, the time skip, because I feel like that's a good place to stop. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, no, I have not seen the entirety of this season. No, I have not seen the season before, but I've seen one episode and it pissed me off that much. It's made the list. The Flash season eight. Um, okay. uh, I, I didn't even get past season five. However, seeing one episode where they start using the lightning as lightsabers, what the fuck? Yeah. Why? What? What? What the fuck? Does, what? You uh, rather than just running and having lightning behind you, we can now go and have fucking laser swords. Why? What the? F- I, I I genuinely do not know what the creative decision was behind that, but someone mm. watched Star Wars and went, hey, this is pretty good, you know? And everyone was like, yeah, it is! And they fucking did it! Because they're a bunch you know what? of kids really like lightsabers. Yeah, do you know what's really cool? I got this Neopixel thing, and you go, Pfft. That's literally it! <laughs> fucking twat. Uh, anyway, that's <laughs> I think Farlow's just had a fucking aneurysm. I feel like we need to clip that. Oh, that's Sammy. the angriest I've ever seen Barlow. Sammy, push your number three. Give me a minute, I'm sorry. That's insane. <laughs> My number three is She-Hulk. <laughs> I no. don't need to explain no. anything. No, because I'll get there when it comes round. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I don't... I was just leave Barlow to do this angry thing because he'll do about She-Hulk as well. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. trash. I hated it. Bandits. I'm actually, uh, you know, what? I'm more pissed off now. I realise that there's more Marvel on my shit list than there is on any of my good lists. Mm. Uh, I'm and Tommy. Okay. Wasn't that good? The dirt was better, and it's just still about Motley Crue, and it just the dirt was just it, it's so it's so like really exploitative about the really shitty relationship that Pamela Anderson had with Tommy Lee. Um, and it was just, like, not worth it. Mm. Do you want to know something funny about Pamela Anderson? Well, what who I thought was Pamela Anderson. So I, mm. I got told many years ago, and I believed it until about last year. Uh, you know the... Uh, you know Stifler's mum? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was Pamela Anderson for about a good 22 years of my life. No. Dude, what? I don't know, alright? Someone once said she looks like Pamela Anderson. She doesn't. I don't know where they were coming from. But I just thought, I took that as that's Pamela Anderson. So for 20, no, not even 22 years. For 24 years of my life. I, I can't thought, believe you've done Jennifer Coolidge like this. I yeah. thought the big booty robot from Robots the Movie was Pamela Anderson. I have a master. I'm getting a master's degree in film. Jennifer Coolidge is her own entity. Pamela Anderson is Baywatch and barely anything else. Jennifer Bare- Coolidge is just Jennifer Coolidge and everything she's in. Show hot. Uh, uh, <laughs> Emmy, what is your number three? Um, Dharma. Fuck that shit. 
haven't it's... even seen it. Fuck that shit. Don't, don't even. Oh, I will pop off. I will do what Barlow just <laughs> did. <laughs> right, we haven't even got to the bigger one yet. Yeah. My number three. I'm not going to pop off about this one. Uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. It's trash. It's it's. <laughs> if I had a shit, that's still worse. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Sammy, your number two. My number two is One of Us is Lying Season 2 because the way they ended Season 1 was nothing like how the first book ended, so they had to completely change Season 2 from the second book, and it was just absolute trash. You know, I, re- I, I, got the, I got the book, and I got the audio book, and I listened to it, and it was like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. And then I saw the series trailer, and I thought, that looks shit, and I didn't watch it. The first series was possible. Like, it wasn't good it wasn't bad but the second series is absolutely dog shite bandit number two dharma defer my rant to sammy emmy number two can't believe i'm gonna say this but gray's anatomy it just doesn't have the same sizzle did you do your number three yeah, Resident Evil. Oh, you did? Yeah, sorry. No, I'm, was... I'm saving. I'm saving. I'm calm. I'm saving because two is bad. One is... Deep yeah. breath, Barlow. Deep breaths. Yeah, oh, anyway, cons- okay. continue. Continue, Emmy. Sorry, you were saying. Yeah, no, Grey's... So I started watching Grey's Anatomy earlier this year. So I have sweated through all of the seasons. And I started watching the latest season. And it's just very repetitive, very slow and it disappoints me. I mean, it could continue to get good. I might be able to redeem it type thing, but so far it just hasn't had the same je ne sais quoi that Grey's Anatomy normally has. And coming from a Grey's lover, that makes me really sad. Do you, know, you want to hear the, the very dark thing that my friend said about the final season of Grey's Anatomy? Bearing in mind, I haven't finished all of it yet. No, no, but no, this isn't telling you like what happens. This is just saying how bad it is. He said, okay. he said, imagine living your life as the healthiest person on earth with a vegan diet, exercising every day and getting cancer. Um, that is how you feel getting through all of Grey's Anatomy and then that final season happens. Yep, literally. This <laughs> is how I'm feeling so far. It's just disappointment. Yeah. This is just proof, everyone, that no matter how healthy you are, You're shit die. still happens to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number two. Fucking Halo. Oh, understandable. It- I would die if I watched it, so I didn't. They took his mask off and then let him fuck people. <laughs> the creators of Halo admitted publicly to have never seen anything from Halo. They've never read the books. They've never played the games. They've not even watched the original series, which was shit. And yet Bro, they you know wrote it. Bro, I'll get on it. The fuck? I'm... I can't give birth. Should I go and write a book on pregnancy? That's literally what they've gone and done. Oh, dear. Yeah. And that's still Uh... not the worst one yet. (laughs) Sammy, you're number one. Worst series of the year. Can anyone guess? Um, Big Mama's House, the series. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Fucking Dharma. Fucking Dorma. They met. They did the same quintessential thing that they did with fucking um, um, wickedly evil, shockingly ooh. shit and vile, where they made a serial killer hot, and then all of a sudden there's these girls on TikTok cosplaying Dharma. There's these girls on TikTok that are being like, "Oh yeah, he was just misunderstood." Stop romanticizing serial killers. What he did was fucked up. 
I think we spent a solid week just going back and forth with yeah. the fucked up content we saw on TikTok together. <laughs> of just, yep. oh, it's happened I'd, again. I'd like to say, there is a right way to do serial killer movies, right? And yeah. series. Zodiac is the right way to do it. The Zodiac yeah. movie is 100%. the right way to do it. It's fucking... Do you want to know why? You should never fucking see him. Mm-hmm. I would even argue American Horror Story, uh, the 80s one. Yep. Because when, when they brought in the... Oh, I can't remember the name of the killer. The one that was uh, like... Richard creep. Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. They, they gre- made him it a creep. It was a boy. It was a grey boy. Massive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, was just, he was just a greasy, disgusting dude. And they made they took the piss out of him almost. Like, they gave him absolutely no flattery in the series. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, if, Amer- if Brad Falcon can do a better job of representing a serial killer that actually existed then you know your the bar's pretty fucking low and yet they yep. managed to just completely miss the mark okay bandit your worst series of the year uh she hawk to firm around to Barlow. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> emmy your worst series of the year it's an anime <gasps> romantic killer it uh... was massively hyped and it was just shit. <laughs> it, it felt like a really cheap webcomic. And it was like, the author of the webcomic was like a headcanon teenager. And their parents pushed them enough money for them to go, let Netflix animate it. There's there's just zero substance to it. And yeah, it's an anime. It should be fun to watch. But even then, it was just really cringe. And I watch My Hero Academia, so if I'm saying anime is cringe, <laughs> then it fucking means something, my guy. <laughs> and, uh, just for what's coming next, I'm about to uh, close my window. Careful, this person knows where we live, apparently. <laughs> the worst series of the year was Moon Knight. Oh, okay, never mind. No, I'm I'll... It's fucking She-Hulk! For the fucking sake is Moon Knight's on my top. She Hulk, genuinely, <laughs> when they released so the trailer and she looked like Shrek, there was already problems. And then Disney went, Don't worry, we're gonna patch her up. Okay, yeah, yeah, you made her look like Fiona. That's great. You've ruined Hulk. You've ruined She Hulk. You've put Jamila Jamil in a series. No one wanted that. Like and oh we're like, oh yeah, we're just gonna do all this meta thing. What the fuck was the finale? You're talking to a robot that is apparently the CEO of Marvel in front of the Disney Plus home screen. Yeah. Yeah. If this is how Disney fully plan on doing fourth wall breaks, I wanted to fucking touch Deadpool. Because I can't, I really do not want to see Deadpool stood in front of a Deadpool poster on the fucking wall of Disney Plus. I don't pay five ninety nine a month for this crap. I don't actually. My sister does. That's not the point. <laughs> Do better. And I oh, don't yeah. want to see Deadpool, Dead Daredevil getting laid. The guy's yeah, blind. I... He doesn't know which hole to put it in. Okay, because I guarantee their first time together, he didn't put it in the right one. He missed a few times. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Right, on that note, we've got 36 minutes to get through the rest. So, we're going to go bam, bam, bam. Like, apparently, She-Hulk did. Uh, So, number six for top series of the year, Sammy. Uh, Number six, most hated man on the internet. Uh, It's literally about uh, the dude, uh, his name is Hunter Hunter something, Hunter Moore or something like that, Uh, basically invented what we know today as revenge porn. 
uh, and there was the story about how they took him down and sent him to jail. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, bandit. Wreck. Not the first time BBC3 have done horror. Pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty fun. Campy. Love it. Nice. They need to bring back being human. Um, I do. Emmy. Such a good series. Oh, um, Love, Death and Robots. I'm pretty sure that Ooh, came out at the show. beginning of the year. Especially um, Jabaro. Mm-hmm. Such a good, such a good series of that. And yeah. I really enjoyed it. In my number six, Sandman. That's fair. It, it almost made my list. Still, still not watched it. I watched it all in like one day. Because that's why Mood. I like Netflix. It's why I hate Stranger Things for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't release the two parts at the same time. Uh, Sammy, number five. Number, number five, Peacemaker. It's a good show. It's all right. I think Bandit likes it. Just a bit. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's his number one. Uh, it's it's probably up there. Uh, it might even be at his worst. I don't know. Bandit, it's number five. Hit. Yeah. Uh, Archer season 13. Uh, the first season after Jessica Walters sadly passed away and I was really scared of how they're going to do it but they did it really well and it's it's a lot funnier than the past few seasons have been nice Emmy number yeah. five so we're getting rid of some of the shine on my face <laughs> the uh, Cyberpunk Edgerunners there it was all right. I had to put an anime that I did like on there um, it was very good and the soundtrack was even better and I still listen to um, I Want to Stay Over at Your House every single day I so yeah, I, I really made, enjoyed it. I, as soon as I realised I could binge it in two and a half hours, I did just that. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my number five is The Boys Season 3. Mine's okay. Hi- Didn't even have to it's higher. Me. The it's Boys higher. was on it's that high- list. It's higher for me, uh, but yeah. Uh, to be fair, it was the best season of the year until other seasons came out of other shows. Like, oh. uh, Sammy, number four. Number four, Pretty Little Lies, Original Sin. That is how you do a prequel correctly. Ooh, I need to watch that still because I really enjoyed it. Honestly, it's really like that. How they did that as like a well, it's not a prequel; it's a sequel. Is what I meant. That's how you do it because it has there is one reference to the original actual Pretty Little Liars in terms of character. There's references to the actual show amongst it. Like, uh, but not like oversaturated. But there yeah. is only one character from the original series that is even mentioned. Uh, it was good. Bandit number four. Stranger Things. Um, really loved it. Honestly, really good continuation of the series. I think Jamie Campbell Bower is fucking phenomenal in that series. Uh, proves that Sadie Sink is just that god tier of an actress as well. No, oh, she made mm. the, the career. She's got ahead of her. Yeah, that, that one scene, and I think I know we all know the one scene that we're if talking about. Good, I'll make a deal with oh. I fucking cried. I've yeah, still yeah, never yeah. watched Stranger Things. Okay, cool. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> that one scene. Number four. Stranger Things as well. Just just honestly, for that one scene with Sadie Sink. Like, oh, just fucking masterpiece. Hey, you're a bit old for her. Come back. Uh, so she's like 22. You, you don't want to have to go there, my guy. No, You're say, grim. I mean, she's 22, so like, I'm pretty sure. You're still she, grim. I know she's in her 20s. Um, you number, got a chance then. My number four, uh, Rings of Power. Oh, fair oh, enough. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. was incredible, and yeah, it's exactly how you do a prequel uh, like series entirely. Um, because they have to world build again, because we've never seen half this stuff in Lord of the Rings. They've got like, proto hobbits. Uh, and one of them's Irish farmer. It, it's a really weird accent, uh, but I send it. 
number three, Sammy. My number three is Moon Knight. Very good series. Go Fucking on. good. It's okay. It'll be better. It's okay. Uh, Bandit, gonna, number three. I'm going to pee in your eyes. Don't hug me, I'm scared. That's fair. The- I took I took it off my list. I was originally going to be on it, but I took it off. It's genuinely so fucking funny. It's 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 just really funny. What? Please go on 4D and watch it. Emmy, no. It's a K drama, extraordinary attorney Wu, and it's basically about uh, the first ever autistic female attorney in South Korea, and it's just really fun to watch. It's uh, it's very entertaining, but there's also like a bit of like love. There's a bit of drama. Uh, it's just very, very fun. I love anything crime related, so um, to watch, and it, they do it very well. So yeah, it's just fun to watch all in general. And I think the um, the representation of autism in the workplace was very well done as well. My number three, you know, it was all right. Uh, Moonlight. Yeah. So, 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 so good. It's, it's so good. And as soon as as soon as it finished, they were like, "We don't know if we're doing another season." We're like, "You're gonna do another season now." They're like, "Yeah, it's one of the only series that might not have been cancelled because everyone liked Moon Knight." Yeah, uh, it's marvelous. So, so good. And the fact it's not any actual main universe, which makes it even yes. better. Yes. Uh, yeah. number two. Number two, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Ooh. Oh, okay. it's fucking it's fucking great it's uh, del toro. Wants... it's del toro it's fucking great but uh no it's like make take the twilight zone make it darker <laughs> take the twilight zone and give it to guillermo del toro yeah literally um bandit uh walking dead season 11 the very last okay. season of the main series of walking dead it's absolutely fantastic the ending is really good it's not as it's not as blood heavy as I would have liked it to have been, but it was a very bittersweet ending and it was really good and it sets up everything going forward. Yeah, they I'm excited much, to see it eventually. Much, they very much Game of Thrones their uh, their final season where we all went in Game of Thrones and we were like, everyone's gonna die and no one did. And then Walking Dead were like, Everyone's gonna die. Hang on. Most didn't. I'm just muting, you can carry on. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just it's not really a spoiler, is it? <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to risk any spoilers. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm heavily no, I, invested. I, I wouldn't spoil it. It's, it's no, too I, fresh for you to spoil. I wouldn't do that. I also yeah. can't remember any of the characters' names. Uh, <laughs> That's all right then. Chainsaw Emily. Man. Oh. I had to think between my top two because they're kind of like at the I same you level. Me. I was gonna be honest. Yeah, I... no, Chainsaw Man is really fucking good. Yes, I read the manga, and so obviously there's still episodes to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, from what I'm following, I'm very happy with the translation from the manga to the anime. It's just been very fun, and Mapper have done a really good job of it. So yeah. it is quite high up on my list. My number two, and I'd never seen an episode but, uh, until this year. Stranger Things is fair enough. Um, nice. And I, uh, anyone that hates, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> as, much as, as much as Eleven needs to die and she will be the first to admit Eleven needs to die she's playing the character that she's been told to play like yeah. don't hate her for playing the person she's been told to play like she's playing yeah. she's she's yeah. been good in everything she's been in and yeah. give it two years and she'll be a Marvel superhero uh, she's, yeah. al- she's also rumoured to be in Taika Wati- with the lead in Taika Waititi Star Wars so. mm-hmm. um, okay uh, Sammy number one 
No surprise, the boys, the boys season three. I fucking love the boys. It's one of my favorite series of all times. And yeah, season three, I freaking love Jensen Ackles as uh, Soldier Boy. <laughs> Creeps me up. I, I like the boys season three. It would it would be my number seven on the on the top list. Hmm. Bad one. Yeah, but that's my number one. Standing. Your number one. Uh, very fucking obvious what my number one is. Peacemaker. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the series. I love the aesthetic. I like John Cena as a racist superhero trying to be better. And also, he openly said Aquaman fucks fish in the first yeah, he episode. Did. Yeah, and yeah. That was just enough for me to love it. <laughs> Any number one of the year. Wednesday. That's fair. It's really good. It I was Wednesday. really good. I had a smile on my face the entire time I was watching it. It was yeah. just very easy to watch and just... It was just from growing up on all the different Adams families. It was just really nice, like to it consume as a series. It was very I, easy to watch. I think I might watch that tomorrow whilst I'm doing some editing. Please do. It's so good. It's good. Barlow, can me and Bandit say your top one at the same time? Go for it. It's my favorite. It's probably my favorite series of all time now. So, <laughs> go. Uh, three, three, two, two one. one. House, House of the Dragons. Dragons. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I've watched every episode four times already. Um, yeah. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. I was like, you know, after they ruined the final season of Game of Thrones, I was really worried that they were going to fuck this up too. But give Matt Smith a sword, mate. Oh my god. I am straight, but I would. Like, <laughs> like we have half an hour to go through our right. games. Yeah. I to be fair, I could just talk for half an hour about Matt Smith. Um. Right games this was a harder one for a lot of us because yeah. i don't think many of us have played that many it's been a very stagnant year for gaming yeah, yeah. it's a very stagnant decade for gaming especially <laughs> like considering the biggest announcement in the last month of the new game was a remaster of a pretty big game yeah. Um, yeah. so uh bottom six for games number six we will start with sammy Number six, bit controversial. It's not because I don't like the game, it's because I don't like the game mechanics. I just can't get along with it, so it's Disney Dreamlight Valley. Fair enough. That's literally my only reason, it's just I don't like the game mechanics. That's literally it. That's fair. And it. League of Legends season 2022. It's, it's been a really weak season for that game. Uh, I'm looking forward to this, because I like some of the changes that they're putting for the next year, but it's just been really weak in terms of the characters who got by like one or two and a lot of the stuff that's came out, it's just not great. That's a good point. Emmy, how many seasons of Fortnite? That, that might change my top, my bottom six. Um, good question. I <laughs> followed it really closely at the beginning of the year, but for the last couple of months, I have like fallen off it. I think I've only missed two or three seasons. Um, the latest one's really fun, but I didn't like, uh, the one that was kind of over Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, there's only been like two seasons, four months. Um, so what's your number six? I'd have to agree with Bandit, League of Legends, but not so much TFT. I've been really enjoying TFT, but the whole meta at the minute with unless you're playing a tank, you're not having fun. It, it ain't it. Like it just it changed how league felt and it's one of the reasons why i'm taking a break from league at the present moment until they sort their shit out <laughs> that's fair. Uh, uh mine is uh, uh overwatch 2 competitive uh, um, understandable I'm putting that there. 
as its own separate entity because when it comes to mm. Overwatch, Overwatch like League, like um, Valorant and that, comp is its own separate entity. But it's, yeah, I hundred percent agree. Not even the gameplay; it's just the way they've set it up. I hate yeah. it. The fact they deranked me all the way to unranked for season two, I'm not even going to bother. Like, yeah, I, no, I, it's the same reason why I haven't bothered. I got to plat on tank and fuck, and I'm just not. I'm just not touching it. Um, I'm done. Um, number five, Sammy. Number five. Um, it is team fight tactics, but it's specifically set seven point five. Uh, I didn't like the changes. Uh, I liked set seven, uh, but when they changed seven point five and they introduced uh, a couple of other characters and took out some, uh, yeah, I just for some reason after that I was like, I really can't wait till set eight, and that's just what I was feeling. So I'm glad set eight's out now because I'm actually really enjoying it. Other than a group Barlow, the doubles, I don't like what they've done to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bandit. Uh, the quarry. The gameplay is very convoluted, but I like the story. That's fair. Uh, I don't think many people would agree with you. Uh, Emmy, number four. Four guys. I don't like the... I I've, I've, was alright with the original game, but the more recent updates and just trying to play it, I the amount of times my friends suggest, oh, well, we'll play four guys, and I'm like, I just don't enjoy it as a game. It might be because I'm bad at it. I'm, I'm willing to hold my hands up and admit I'm probably just shit at four guys, but I just, I just don't enjoy it. I don't see the hype around it. It's just boring. <laughs> I've done mine. Uh, it's you. Sammy, you might want to mute. Uh, we'll deafen. No, you're not going to want to hear what I'm about to say. You're about to say Call of the Lamb, Call just the get lamb. it over with. Um, Kick him from the chat. It's just, it's just not... I, I, will keep, I will ban you from the server. Because um, <laughs> only I have that power. Um, it's... I'm sorry, but considering it's the same thing over and 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 over again... I really don't understand how it got the hype it did. I get when you're in Twitch chat and your community can play, but I'm sorry, but if you say if you're watching a game and the la- the 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 16th hour of the game is the exact same as the first hour, I'm not into it. I can understand why a lot of people like it. It's just not for me. Um, it's it's fair enough that it's not for you. At the end of the day, like some people just don't like those styles of games. It's just for me. I've played it to full completion eight times now. Well, it's it's, it's like the Deadpool video game when that came out. It's the same. The gameplay is shit. Like and in my opinion, it's awful. But the there's huge Call of the Lamb. I couldn't find other reason to, to play it any longer than an hour. Um, That's totally fair. Uh, okay, number four, Sammy. Uh, has have a knife's death just because I was really excited for it when I saw the trailer. But it was um, like the trailer made you believe it was like a side scroller beat 'em up, which is very much like my style of game. That's what I really enjoy. Uh, it wasn't. It was a roguelite, and I yeah, I like roguelites, but I don't like when. A game where I was expecting it to be one thing and it was actually another. Found it. High on life. Haven't because played it yet. I like. I've not played it like either, but I've seen it streamed. So I I like the look of the gameplay, but that gun doesn't shut the fuck up, and that's really fucking annoying. Because I don't like Rick and Morty. I don't like that style of humor. It doesn't sit with me. But how are we friends? Gr- <laughs> that is my humor. <clears throat> Okay. It's, it's just no high on life uh, it's probably a fine game if i put it on mute so yeah i i unfortunately just think now high on life the funny bits have been shown on every other tiktok on my few page yeah so I, I don't want to play it because i don't think i'm gonna find it funny because i've seen the funny bits yeah um what about you emmy 
Dead by Daylight. I feel like the game has completely changed uh, with the new updates and I'm sick and tired of just every single clip I see on TikTok. No one's having fun on the game other than this one hag main that I follow because they do some really sick plays with the traps. But I'm sick and tired of the constant bitching of like, oh, it's survivor heavy now. or no, it's killer heavy. Like, it's so unfair, blah, blah. The game's never been fully fair depending on how well you play it. And I feel like the sooner people realize that in Dead by Daylight, as soon as people actually get an ego check and realize, no, you could just be bad at the game, the sooner the better, because then the devs will actually have a fucking break. Don't get me wrong, there's some bits in the game that are so broken still that I don't understand how after years of the money that they have and the time that they've had to fix it, it should be fixed. But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just tired of Dead by Daylight this year. It's just no longer fun. <laughs> Uh, mine is very controversial. Um, probably the most controversial on the list, actually. Stray. It's on Did, my list. It's I'm, my I next didn't, one. Like, I didn't play it. Same. I'm going to be 100% honest. Would have been more interesting if you were a dog. Um, because dogs <laughs> yeah. are dumb. And I feel like that would have been fun because you would have made so many mistakes and done really random things. But also, I, watched... I fucking hate cats. I watched Zero Punctuation's review of it and he said the same thing. Why are you getting a cat to commanding a cat? Because cats famously don't do what you tell them. Yeah, but also, of course, a cat would find its way home. Like, like, a dog wouldn't. A dog would go on an adventure. I want to play a game where you play Bolt from the Disney Pixar movie. That would be great. Um, There is a game of Bolt, isn't there? There is, but not like Stray level. I think think Stray looks beautiful, but other than that... The production on Stray is fucking amazing. I've never played it, though. Uh, Sammy, number three. Through Stray. For exactly the same reason. <coughs> I, I don't understand. Let's be honest. Everyone hyped it up because you're playing as a cat. That was it. And it was just the cat. Yeah, pretty much. Which that played it. It was, oh, you're a cat in a cyberpunk world. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, just Cyber fake cat. cyberpunk. That'll be better. <coughs> uh, Bandit, number three. Four guys. Pretty much the same reason why Emmy said, what's the fucking point? <laughs> the game's been dead for three years. Yeah. <laughs> any stray as well i was very Mm. disappointed in it just didn't really see the point of all that money being spent when the coolest parts of it were the ones in the trailer and that was it so hopefully they maybe release some dlcs um or some up like you know there might be an update where there's some additional levels or something that'd be quite cool um or you know some like extra hidden secrets other than that it was very disappointing uh mine bandit uh you might probably want me to cut this for your contract. Multiverses. Uh, I'm sorry, but don't release a rip-off of Super Smash Brothers if you're only going to give us five characters on it's, it's It's pathetic. Like, the reason why Super Smash Bros. worked is, yes, like, if you're playing the game through, you unlock characters as you go. Whereas Multiverses, it was just a case of they just hadn't released many. And then you had to yeah. wait a month for more characters to come in. And... I don't even think the gameplay is that good. Like, you compare it to other games of that genre. Like, PlayStation have their own exclusive, which is far superior. Uh, oh, I played on TwitchCon. It's incredible. Um, like, I'll openly admit that Multiverses is on my top list. Like, but I do agree that the PlayStation All-Stars was better. All-Stars was so good. But I, I, I do think they're going into a very heavily... Not even a heavily competitive... It's like uh, when you release a new MMO. You're going into a genre of games where you're never really gonna get into that top if, if you can't be wow if you can't be better than wow what's the point in trying that's i know the... wells but wells technically 
third for MMO. No, I know it is now, but that was the old one. It's yeah, like yeah. going into a mobile it's... game. If you can't be League of Legends, why would you bother? Or if you can't be Fortnite for Battle Royales, why would you bother? Yeah. Um, so, uh, number two, Sammy. My number two is Ghost Watchers. It's basically just another version of Phasmophobia, which has got graph other graphics. That's it. And more expensive. Yeah, it's more expensive and it was just, you know, backpacking off the hype of Phasmophobia. It's yeah, pretty much what the game is. Uh, uh, Bandit. I couldn't decide between the number twos here, so it's a tie. Super People and Choo Choo Charles. Huh? Choo Choo Charles is just a black mass of Ronald, of, um, of Thomas the Tank Engine. And as much as I think it's funny, it's just not scary. And Super People, because it has one good thing and they don't do it properly. Let's be honest, Choo Choo Charles is a mod, not a game. Like, it, should be just, it should just be a mod on another game. Yeah, it it Not should be it, it should be it should be a Gmod thing, and like I understand that people like it, and that's kind of fine. Uh, I get why people like it, but it's just yeah. Uh, any Among Us VR because I am sick of adults letting their children play it, and also watching just the amount of times I'm scrolling through TikTok and I hear just a child screaming because some grown up is deciding to wind them up. It's like adults and children should not be in the same lobbies like that it's there's just something like don't get me wrong i find it fucking funny when somebody winds up a kid that much but at the same time in the back of my head i'm like what kind of regulations is there to be protecting kids that only sound about six or seven playing a vr game and also who the fuck is buying their kid a six-year-old a vr headset yeah (laughs) like not a point we need protection from kids because we got we got some serious shit when we played valorant last week (laughs) oh my god yeah don't we well me and bandit we keep discovering that um we we keep on getting put in lobbies with 15 year olds and they are really mean when they find out that you're over 25 they were really friendly to us apart from that (laughs) they were really nice and then they were like oh you're really old no emmy uh women like even over 25 is a mean to you just for playing valorant yeah, it's true. Um, no, I don't care. Like, bully me for playing Valorant, but call me old when I'm still getting ID down at local co op. This 15 year old um, was also six okay. foot seven. Uh, my Apparently. number two was probably the biggest flop of the year because everyone was hyped to play it. Almost everyone I know tried to stream it on day one, and then it became one of the most hated games very quickly. It's this year's Cyberpunk. It's Scorn. Uh, yeah. It was just so bad. And, like, yeah. everything that it, everything we saw in the beta was a lie. Um, okay, number one, Sammy. Uh, my number one, it's technically 2021, but it was released in December. Um, like, end of December, uh, FNAF Security Breach. Uh, I really like Security Breach. No nope. One no one did. It ruined, it ruined a lot of things. It didn't add to the law. It added a bunch of shit that kind of, like, fucks with the law. And in all honesty, it gave me mad motion sickness to play it. And then it had That's a patch funny. that was bigger than, like bigger in data than the game itself and somehow yep. made the game more broke <laughs> uh, okay i'll rephrase it. i like some of the third party content that came from security breach is that better that's fair uh bandit your number one worst game of the year uh i think mine came out in 2021 but it is a 2022 branded game uh wwe 2022 uh i know like these type of games get the flack for just being the same game every year with an updated roster but wwe has always consistently evolved and this year the game was just fucking broken it didn't work uh, Emmy. Genshin Impact, I'm sick and tired of them bringing out fucking lolly characters. Yeah. And just. Uh, Actually, yeah. 
And also because, and this is a message to one particular cosplayer, if you ever come across this podcast, because you know who I am, I was a Poro that night. Creep on my friends again and try to spike one of them. I'll steal all your Genshin Impact wigs and I'll spend all of your money on wishes and I hope you only get one star items. That's all. And this is another message to all Genshin Impact cosplayers. Just because you wear, just because you have a bikini and a wig does not make you a Genshin cosplayer. And shower. Oh, oh near on my cosplayer. Yeah, please shower. Um, the shower. Uh, mine is Diablo Immortal. I was Fair really uh, it was going to be good and it just wasn't. Right, we've got 13 minutes to go through the top ten, uh, top six. We can um, do this. We can do this. So, top six games of the year for us personally. Sammy, num- you're number six. Elden Ring. It's really fucking good. That's all I have to say. If you haven't played Elden Ring, it's hard and it's really fucking good. Bandit. Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Jewel. Fourth meta for Yu-Gi-Oh! that really plays to my playstyle. Emmy. Dark Tide. Just because I don't. Re- I've only just got into Warhammer recently, but all of my friends that are into Warhammer are really into it, and they're really enjoying it. So I wanted to give them an honourable mention. Uh, my number six. Um, I'm going to be honest. The latest patch of Baldur's Gate. Uh, add, adding Bard and all these new NPCs. So good. Bards are so fun, and they've got this cloak tornado thing of daggers, which is just the best spell ever. And I now want to use it. Have in you the not played Paladins yet? No, my mate's playing the Paladin. I don't like Paladins. Um. <laughs> Number five, Sammy. Uh, Stanley Parable Ultimate Deluxe Edition. <laughs> I just fucking love the Stanley Parable, bro. Oh, that's a game. Yeah, Bandit. VTM Blood Hunt. For how to do battle royales with such fluid motion. It's yeah. just the motion that game is fucking phenomenal. And as, as I met the devs in TwitchCon, they're also legends as well. Like They're really nice people. They are really friendly. Any. The latest goat simulator, because that will never not be fun. Uh, that is fair. Uh, when did Rock Simulator come out, by the way? Um, rock and Stone. The one that Blitzy played, where you're just a rock in water for like fucking four hours, and then he's like yeah. online trying to force 40 people to come and watch a rock. Um, it worked, though. No, it didn't. He didn't get 40. Oh, he got 30, didn't they? Yeah, he's, he's never hit the target on that game because no one wants to watch it. <laughs> uh, number five uh, for me, uh, God of War. Um, I haven't played it yet, but I've watched a lot of it. It's so good. Uh, but unfortunately, I sold my PlayStation this year. <laughs> me, what was your number five? Go Simulator. Oh, yeah, he's a good, sorry. I got um, distracted by rocks. Sammy, uh, number four. Number four, God of War. Uh, similar thing, I haven't played it yet, but what I have seen is fucking great. I really want to do the Rick and Morty mod where Kratos becomes Rick. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks so good. Uh, Bandit number four. Uh, not not paid to say this multiverses. I really enjoy the tag team focus and I have had so many fun games with our friend Jam Jams on it. It's really good fun. Oh, I love Jam Jams. Uh, He's guys, so sweet. Guys, don't Hi, worry. Jam Jam. Bandit off stream will tell me what his action number four is. Emmy. Overwatch 2. I really enjoy it. I know it's got its own issues, but I've been really enjoying just like the unranked going into games and playing it. It's good fun. Uh, mine is uh, Overwatch 2. As much as comp is my most hated thing in the world right now, uh, I've just enjoyed playing the new Overwatch. I like the new characters I like, but I haven't touched the character he shit. 
Um, oh, what, Matra? Oh, yeah, he's a bit pants. Yeah, I'm not. I've to be fair, since I re-updated it, I've not touched the game at all. Don't get me wrong. If you can play Ramatra, you can play him smart. He actually does work, but just not in comp at all. Oh no, he needs a pocket as well. He needs a pocket heal. He does need a pocket desperately because he's not got enough health compared to the other players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy, number three. Number three, Overwatch two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, I just really, I'm really fucking enjoying it, and I play it a lot. Uh, Bandit. Uh, Valorant this season. I've never enjoyed Valorant so much with the new balances and the new characters. And also Pocket Sage. And a Pocket Sage. It's me, I'm the Pocket Sage. <laughs> it's me, I'm the problem. Uh, Emmy, number three. Apex! I've really enjoyed the latest releases. It's still a very fucking difficult game. I'm still learning how to play it, but um, no, I've just really enjoyed the updates and also the new champ is trans. Yeah, so the new- representation continues to be amazing in the game. Uh, my number three, uh, Elden Ring, uh, because someone recently bought it for me, and I've played it religiously, and I'm not going to stream it because I rage way too much to not get banned from Twitter. But I'm not. <laughs> um, and I was nice, everyone. <laughs> I love the design. I really want to get the concept book with the, yeah. the, the, the things in it, but I feel like I want to complete it first and then That's get fair. the concept book. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I want to be like, I killed that one, that one, that one, that one. That one. Oh, he <laughs> fucked me up a lot. Uh, yeah. Sammy, number two. Number two, Potion Permit. It's like old tiny <laughs> Stardew Valley and I fucking love it. I potion Seller. I predicted this would end up on your list. I love it. It's so good. It makes me so happy. It brings me so much joy. I've uh, I'm in a like I've never been so invested in a relationship in my life. I'm in a relationship with Zhao, and I'm not even joking. I care about that more than actually being in a relationship IRL. The amount of times I bring him gifts in that game is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we go on dates it's really cute i respect that you got the online res yeah and bandit number two legends of rune terror the dark and saga uh, all of the lore all of the art and the gameplay has just massively improved it's just fucking phenomenal emmy number two grand theft gato it's just uh, really what? fun <laughs> You're you're a cat and you're just going. So basically, imagine stray but fun. Oh, like okay. you're a cat I'm, I'm and in. you're just committing crimes and you're going around with a squad. Like you can play with your mates and you can steal cars. It's really fun. It's just really stupid. <coughs> spend hours on no, it. It's destroy all humans, but you're a cat. Yeah, yeah, and it's a bit similar to Goat Simulator as well in that you can literally just free roam anywhere. But obviously, you have your own like limitations and stuff. And you need to figure it out. But it, it's just really fun, and you can meet other cats. Like there's like cat mafias and stuff like that. It's just it's just a fun game, and I feel like it's very underrated. So I wanted to put it on the list. Went all out this year, didn't it? <laughs> uh, my number two, and as much as the game is graphically broken, I've actually. I've put so many hours into this in the last two weeks, so when I don't stream, I'm playing this or Elden Ring, uh, uh, Pokemon Violet. Uh, yeah. Like, this is why I haven't streamed it yet, because part of me, I'm loving just going around and training my Pokemon too much, and like, this is not good quality to stream, so I'm not streaming it at the moment. But it's like, I've just bred like 15 Eevees, I don't know what I'm going to do with them, because I don't need that many, but I've got them. You should name all of them after my Eevee characters. No. Okay. Um... <laughs> No, because then that will ruin the entire game for me and I never play Pokemon again. That's fine. Um, number one game of the year, Sammy. Oh, the lamb. <laughs> I don't care if Farlo doesn't like it because it's so fun. Like, for me, for someone that likes games that are pu- slightly puzzle-based, 
grinding to be able to get better stuff and side scroller beat em ups it was just the perfect fucking game for me personally yeah. i really really love it i have played it to full completion eight times that's it you've it... heard it here first guys if you like a repetitive game that's easy and not much happens Sam uh, no i'm putting it out there now nightmare mode is not easy well, yeah, no. Ow, nightmare mode on any game is not easy. I've only done full completion on Nightmare mode twice. Or as Dark Souls calls it, normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Bandit. I have the I have the cold the lamb plushie on the way, and I'm very excited. So. Yeah. Bandit number one game of the year for you. Uh, Beacon Pines. Uh, very very cozy couch chorus mystery game with a lot of creepy sci-fi shit. Very unique mechanic on choosing uh, words to make branching paths. It's really interesting story. I'd recommend it to anyone. It's on Game Pass at the moment, I think. Okay. Uh, Emmy, number one game of the year for you. Baldur's Gate 3. The Paladin patch is really fun. Uh, there's just... And where I've, I've replayed it so many times this year, and every time they add something new, and every time you can make a new decision, so there's so many paths you can go down. And at first I was worried that the 60-odd pounds I paid for the beta was not going to be worth it. But it's been really worth it, and I'm honestly so excited for the full release next I mean, year. Just on the first patch alone, I clocked in 50 hours. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the Paladin patch is insanely good. I don't like Paladins anyway, but my mate's playing a Paladin. I'm playing Bard. So uh, yes, guys, nerd access. We'll do a play for a Baldur's Gate when it comes on full release next August. Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. It's the only time I've ever wanted to buy a collector's edition because the statue and everything comes with mad. But I've already paid sixty quid for the game, so I'm not going to. Exactly. Get it. How, many, exactly. how many? How many? In a session of Baldur's Gate. I don't know. Up to well, it's four. It's a four player party. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's perfect yeah, for us. So, yeah. Yeah. Nerd access. Baldur's Gate. Um, yes. And then my number one game of the year, and I did have to make sure it came out this year, but it did. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. It's a fantastic game. Such a oh, great with you. game. Yeah. Um, and annoyingly, a lot of the great parts about that were taken out for Scarlet and Violet, which really pissed me off. Um, but yes, we finally did it, guys. We, we did, did it. it. We did it. Can we, can we do, <laughs> I had an honourable mention for a game that nearly made my list. Wow. No. Yes. Escape Academy. It is a good the game. The game. game that me and Sammy played through. I'm going to be it's honest. Yeah. A game that would have probably made mine if it didn't get delayed. Um, would have been Skull and Bones. A game that would have made mine if uh, there wasn't so many bugs in it uh, when it comes to playing on PC is the Callisto Project. Yeah. A game, that, game? A game that would have reduced our viewership because I was going to play it, but it didn't get released this year is Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> is there any games that, like, just a game quickly each that we're looking forward to for 2023? Hogwarts Legacy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, Skull and Bones. I would also say Skull and Bones. I mean, it's Black Flag just without assassins, and that's enough for me. Uh, Dead Island 2. Ah. Uh. Got those. Me and me, Dalton and Robert doing a playthrough. Love that. I've already said Baldur's Gate, but honestly, it's more just one that I'm looking forward to paying for myself when I don't have, like, when I have a little bit more disposable income because I've got some, like, different things coming up. I really want to try the Ghostwire, the Tokyo one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones that's on my list, but it's like forty odd pounds. So it's like I need to justify spending that much money on a game for myself. Um, unless anyone in chat is feeling very, <laughs> very, very generous. I just mean, I, I was, I was totally not about to message. Bandit I mean, to be fair, if any, name was. If anyone's, if anyone <laughs> is feeling generous, I've just found out that my favorite book is. Well, I didn't just find out. I found it recently. My, my favorite book of all time 
is now D and D expansion. Ooh, that's really cool. Oh yeah, no, Dragonlance is 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 the book D and D is based off. Nice. Um, and it's uh, yeah, but it's also bigger than fucking Lord of the Rings. If anyone who joins my content is feeling generous, I do need Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Yes, somebody. So fair, don't don't worry about getting me Ghostwire. If somebody wants to treat any of us, please treat Bandit to Baldur's Gate right. because he will really enjoy it, and I want to play with him. Thank you all for joining. We'll be back in the new year with hopefully a better mm-hmm. list of shit to talk about. Because mm. as much as there's yeah. been some great things this year, overall it's been meh. Mid yeah. at best. Um, for those of you watching on Twitch, we're going to raid out to Kanda, who is playing Wild RP. I will be in there in a minute with him, playing on a Brummie. Uh, for those of you that aren't, um, hope you're doing well in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys celebrate Christmas, but happy Hanukkah. Happy um, happy holidays and have a happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. yeah actually, we've got such a low British populace of viewers compared to everyone else. Yeah, America's happy holidays, guys. Um, happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. I hope you have an amazing year. Um, and just remember, before we do uh, end the stream, um, that I had a joke lined up and I forgot what it was. Um... <laughs> yeah, just remember that. <laughs> remember yeah. that bit. Oh, yeah, that was That's it. That's the takeaway from 2022. That's it. No, I thought of it. Guys, before, if you ever plan on being a, uh, a, a writer, a director, and a producer, and you want to base something on real life, remember, you wouldn't make a film about a paedophile, so don't make serial killers sexy. I'm down with that. <laughs>